Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. Me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with D. Greg Wilson, hey. Gabe Killian, Yo. and my dad. Yo. Listen, fighters, DNA, do you have it? For the mats, the streets, every place in between, the hours spent sharpening steel against steel, plays out in a line that says best, what doesn't need to be said. You've been given fair warning. Started by, started by bona fide Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioners, fighters' DNA apparel exists as both a warning sign and signal that it's sometimes better to look good while being badass than it is to look bad while trying to be badass. And while clothing abstract, or, while clothing or abstractions really outside of the design, the fundamental shape changes little. Their design... Uh, functions as a Rosetta Stone for all that follows. Sleek, swift, adept, and adaptive wherever you're planning to be, whenever you're planning on being there. Beyond the shadow of a doubt. Buy it, live it, love it. FightersDNA.com. Boom. Boom. Also, tip a fighter. Listen, I want to thank people that have been tipping us. I really appreciate the tips have been yeah, coming Yeah, we in. got someone uh, was like, hey, I should tip you. I'm like, tip the show. Come on. Yes. And then he said he did. So that's very nice. Everything helps. Uh, listen, so thank you guys so much for tipping it, uh, tipping us. We are, uh, we're working our asses off. I'm actually, I just got ACL surgery. We're now, I'm at my dad's place. I have not left his apartment, <laughs> but I'm doing a podcast. Okay. <laughs> his dad is ready for and my dad's believe. here. His Right, because you're a guy. I mean, you know, he's been out of the house a long time. You're used to your freedom, your space. Uh, right? Look, there's nothing worse than being 38 years old and sleeping on an air mattress. <laughs> okay, when you can't move your leg. So I, I've been. I'll just take the whole thing from start. Look, so last week I had surgery. Last Wednesday they put me under. I had this nice Filipino nurse, uh, and I was Why like, "Is it? I, I'm convinced that you know how certain nationalities gravitate towards certain career choices. Filipino women." universally go into nursing. Well, funny, because my ex said that she told her parents, she, my ex was Filipino, she told her parents she wanted to be a doctor. They're like, no, you're a nurse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that, so, it's actually, that's, it's like, no, I want to be an astronaut. No, you're a nurse. It's like, almost like she was saying, I want to be white. They're like, no, you're Filipino. Yeah, so, uh, so, and that's funny, because I look up, and I'm halfway out of it, and I'm like, oh, my ex is Filipino, right? And then, which is never what, what you want to say, like, like, your ex is anything, but she was, she was really sweet, and they put me on and I guess while I was under, I told them jokes because as I came to, they were like telling me my jokes back to me. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, how did you know that? They're like, oh, you told us. I'm like, what else did I tell you guys? <laughs> so I, I've had uh, ACL surgery. and uh, So the doctors know you want to be gay. Oh, yeah. So it was funny because I, I did one joke. I think she might have said, tell me about your ex. And I'm like, oh, my ex, was, she was crazy. We used to play a game called Duck Duck, duck, duck Plate because uh, she would throw <laughs> plates at me. So then as I was leaving, they're like, have fun playing Duck Duck Plate, which I never even like, <laughs> say that in my act. Right, like, like you just made up some jokes. <laughs> well, I said, I said it once or twice, but it was like not like a joke that I really do. So uh, after that, I came home and... I thought it sounded a little, it was a little cheesy. Yeah, it was a little cheesy. I know, I was like, that doesn't sound like... But it's not a joke that I would do. The only thing I would like, it's like, it's one of those crowd work jokes. Yeah, it's like a Gabe Killian joke. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That is... (laughs) So I've been stuck, I haven't said, my dad uh, has been very nice. He's been, been, you know, food and, you know, everything. He's been walking my dog and, uh, but, because I live, there are stairs where I live, where he has an elevator and... So I've been staying with him, but there's nothing, you know, it's frustrating when you're 38 years old, living at home, or having to, having to move back home, yeah. and it's, I think one time I was like, all right, you know what, I'm going back home, give me my crutch, you know, like, there has to be, like, I can't even just storm off, I have to yeah. get my crutch, uh, but it's, it's been good, I mean, 
I definitely got I got some writing done, which is good. And but uh, it's limited, man. You you really take advantage of your legs. And then of course the improv calls me and like, hey, they never asked me to headline. I've been asking them to headline for the last year. And of course this week they're like, well, hey, we had a falling out Friday at ten o'clock. Do you want a headline? So of course I'm like, sure. But now I'm trying to think how I'm going to do this, you know, because I, I haven't done comedy in about a week and a half, and I don't know if I can stand up. I was going to say, it's not your comedy that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I uh, Thanks. <laughs> so, the comedy is going to be what it is. Yeah. It's the leg that's the issue. I mean, it's stand-up comedy. Do it I know. Down. I, I'm, I'm, I probably am going to do it sitting down. So You're going to have to do it like, you know, like those big, fat southern comics that can't, you know, stand for too long anymore and have to sit there. There's a story. I forgot what book. It was one of those books about comics yeah. and they were talking about this old southern comic who would sit he was so fat he couldn't climb onto the stage anymore yeah. so he would sit on stage in the corner of the stage with a sheet over him wow while the 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 mc and the feature did their acts and then they just pulled the sheet off of him <laughs> and he would move to the center of the stage and perform. so yeah that's and gonna I, be you adam and i gotta drive to vegas next week you're gonna have to sit on stage with a so, sheet over you i gotta figure out how to get to vegas next week Gabe, want to drive to Vegas with me? Oh, you're going to New York, right? Yeah. So I, I got to drive to Vegas next week and do an hour every night, two hours Friday and Saturday with this on. It's just I'm trying to figure out how to get it done. I'm going to do it. I'm committed to doing it. It's just, you know, my dad is uh, – We've been arguing because he doesn't think it's a good idea. Greg, you I came over. I offered to cover a couple days for you. That way it's at least last week, though. You, you said last week. You, you thought I was doing this week. Yeah, but, I mean, I, it applies either – I said, you know, either way. I'll do Monday through Wednesday for you so you don't have to – do so much. Well, I'm going to go to rehab tomorrow. I'm going to my uh, physical therapy rehab, see what they say. And it would still be an MMA roasted show, you know what I mean? Like, it would still be... Uh, and again, I'm just doing it to help you, because, dude, you're, I, I don't know what you're planning to do. You're out of your mind. I've been talking to... It's funny, though, because I'm like... I've been talking to fighters, and they were all like... like I talked to Connor Hune. He's like, dude, I was walking after three days. And I'm like, Dad, Connor was walking after three days. He's like... The guy is human. What did you say? I said he's a, a walking scar tissue. <laughs> You're getting advice from walking no, I, scar no, tissue. I know Connor, and he's not walking scar tissue, so I, I don't want to yeah. be disparaging to him. Right. Just in general, the people you're talking to well, and also are not necessarily doctors or physical yeah, therapists. Yeah, they're 26 or years old. who might even have any knowledge of what it is that you should be doing to be feeling better, which is everything you're not doing. What are you talking I've been laying down and resting. Yeah, but, you know, for instance, the, you, you're doing a comedy show tonight. Well, yeah, because I have to run the dime bar because no one could run it. It's going to well, fall apart if I'm not there. You could have postponed it for a week. It would have been fine. I'm not going to be there next week And either. I tell this guy, I, tell, I text him, I'm like, what are you doing doing a show tonight? He goes, oh, I'm just doing a spot. Can you host it? I'm like, what? Well, I want to leave yeah. the house. I, I, I'm, I'm getting no, yeah, sick yeah, of being be, in the house. you got to be getting uh, stir crazy. I'm getting yeah, stir crazy yeah. being no, in the house. I understand. And I want to just get out of the house for a little bit. You could go on the terrace. You could sit on a roof. It's still in this house. And, 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 you know, the thing is, and then, and then the girlfriend came over, and we can't even hook up because we're on an air mattress, and you could hear my dad and Ellen upstairs watching TV, and they're yelling at us to keep the, 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 the TV lower, which, which is fine. I understand that. It's, I'm, like, being respectful, obviously, but... Hey, the Four Seasons is down the block. <laughs> so, like, Since the surgery, uh, how much has your... Uh... Uh, daily masturbation average gone up. Oh, well, my dad's right here, but none. Actually, I'm not masturbating at <laughs> my parents' house. Sick fuck. Uh, so, no, I feel really bad for you. This is, it's, no, it's a terrible thing. You know, I injured my knee in New York, and New York's probably the worst city 
to have oh, a yeah. knee injury in because there's no elevators. It's stairs, 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 stairs. So what I, but the funniest thing because you got, I had the big knee brace just yeah. like this because I, I, I think it was my MCL that I injured and you know so I had to do all the rehab and everything. And the funniest part is I hooked up with this girl. And I was. She wanted to give me a blowjob, and I was so eager. I wasn't. I didn't take off the leg brace. Like I took off my pants, but not the leg brace. Yeah. And so I'll never forget her. Like because the lights are off, and she's like going down on me, and I feel her hands go past my waist to the knee brace, and like start touching the knee. Was like, what are you half? Are the you sheet, half a like, what, like it is this? Oh yeah. And, and I was like, let me take off the knee brace. Let's do this right. But I didn't want. I was afraid she might hit it yeah. while blowing me. I, I once had crutches sex. Or I was on crutches. She was on crutches. It was. I feel like I was a transformer. Yeah. You know, it was like two transformers. <laughs> That's going not at good it. at all. But yeah, no. It's one of those things. I, I can't sleep at night because I got tons of energy and I'm, I'm burning zero right, calories. You're not doing anything. And exactly. then I'm, and then I'm sleeping on a couch and then I can't get my leg comfortable w- that I can't sleep. So I'm up. I'm sleeping for like two hours at a time, then I'm tossing and turning. Uh, my dad gave me Ambien one night because uh, I used to have an Ambien issue. But uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I didn't give you Ambien one night. Oh, well, it was prescribed to me. So, but then I went off. She it. just crushed it and put so, it in your orange so, juice. <laughs> but I, I, I like can't sleep. I honestly can't sleep. Yeah. And there's nothing worse than she not do being able to sleep. Edibles for sleep. Edibles really? for sleep are the best. Yeah. Or smoking. Have you edibles. Marijuana edibles. To sleep? Yes. Yeah, but then I'll have weird dreams. And uh, <sighs> Okay, Jew. <laughs> but, yeah, but then I'll have weird dreams, and I just, I prefer to suffer, if that's okay with you. A part you. of me thinks I never should have got this. Like, there is a part of me going, I was still able to run. I was still able to lift. But then I wasn't able to do wrestling. I wasn't able to do jiu-jitsu. I wasn't you, able to do boxing. If you I wasn't let able to it dancing. heal correctly, it will have been the right choice. Right. If you don't let it heal correctly, then you're right. It would have been. A, it's a waste of fucking time. It will heal correctly. I, I know it will heal correctly. <laughs> yes, by driving to Vegas, doing hours of stand-up on it and everything. Yes, no, I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm not going to move, leave my room all, the entire day. At least they have room day. service. The so entire day. They got room service. I'm going to be in my room the entire time in Vegas. I'm not going to be walk. I'm not going to the UFC fights. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm literally going to be in my room writing jokes and, and doing. It's going to be the same thing here. It's just the four hour drive. That's it. Just the four hour and drive. And one hour on stage every night. And the the one climbing hour. up and down. On yeah, the but stage. it's UFC 202. I've already. They, they gave Listen, me this. Room. I agree with that. I, I, I know. I know why you're going. I had no. I, I had to take off all of August for this, so I needed money. Uh, and, and they offered me this week, and I, I was like, okay, cool. I didn't realize I, this was going to be a, a three week, perce- like a month on crutches. At least. So, At least. you know, that's, yeah. you know, but it is what it I is. I mean, athletes in the NFL take a full year to but recover. He, here's here's, from here's, the same here's thing. what my dad does, right? So I'm like, dad, so we got to get people that like the improv. So I'm trying to get, you know, t- yeah, you pack everybody. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, yeah. isn't, people think, oh, you're headlining the improv. People will just show up to see you. You would think that that's the way it used to be. That happens in Kansas City. That happens right. in St. Louis. <laughs> Doesn't it, happen in Los Angeles. In Hollywood, if I don't promote it, there'll be nine people in the improv. Yeah, at the, the improv on Melrose on Friday night, it'll be empty. And you'll be the guy who had nine people headlining. Right. And then that goes down. So I have to promote it. So my dad says, you know what we'll do? I got an idea. Okay, we'll put you in your hospital gear, and we'll do a picture, and it'll be Adam's recovery comedy tour. First one back, right? Yeah. So I I said, uh, first I thought it was a good idea. I go, yeah, that's a good idea. All right. You should show one ball. There should be like one ball (laughs) hanging out. You know what I mean? That angle where your leg's up, the other one's down, So just one ball. As I was putting on the hospital robe, I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is not the best idea. 
because just this is like I'm already getting some mileage out of it. I'm I'm texting people, hey, how's it going? Just had ACL surgery. Oh, I, I, I got a comedy show. People don't know how to react to that. They don't they don't know how to react. They don't know whether I'm like. They're like, wait, what? I hope you feel better. Okay, I'll be there. You know, it's a great way to get people to come. People that not, guilt, guilt's have, a powerful guilt's thing. Great. So, my dad emails them me and the and like the thing. Then they they email back, hey, so who should we have to make donations to? Like, like they think I'm like dying. Like the Adams recovery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, this is not like a save Walter White situation. You don't have to. I'm not like. I'm like, no, Dad, tell him cancel the recovery comedy show. I don't need people showing up thinking I'm dying. You know, right, I, right, right, I had right, ACL right. surgery. Yeah, so that yeah. was. Uh, but the, yeah, the break a leg tour. The break a leg tour. There it is. Oh, so, is that the picture? Yeah, the picture. Oh, that's really... We'll have to put that on your Twitter so everybody can see it. Yeah, see, I say you do the same gown, sitting down with your hurt leg up and just one little bit of ball, just a little <laughs> sliver of ball, just winking out at people. I think that's the way but I do it. But I haven't... I, Dad, <laughs> Dad, you're here. I do appreciate all you do for me. Thank you, well, thank you. so much. Joe Greenberg, what a guy. I, it's nice to hear. I know sometimes I, I could be a little difficult. Oh, no, you're easy. <laughs> so I just... <laughs> we need, you, know, you know, one thing, I'm not going to get political, and, uh, you know, but Hillary Clinton, what she said, it takes a village. <laughs> it takes a village. Yeah, and you're one man. No, no, I... <laughs> only one guy. <laughs> He's, 70, he needs a village. No, I do appreciate that. No, Thank no, you. No, no, listen, you know, I just want you to get better. I don't want to see you waste this time. You're, you know, you deserve to give yourself... No, I think Aldo. I think Aldo will drive. I'll try to get Aldo to drive. Yeah, somebody to drive you for the. For, that'd be awesome. And then uh, you know, Bree will come up and then take care. And of she'll you. drive you back. Well, yeah. the thing is, she's flying, so she'll, she'll have to. Fly she'll back. have to. She'll, Could you do a she'll bus? She'll help you on the plane. You need somebody helping you. That's all. You can't. Are you flying back? See, flying was the when I first injured my leg yeah, doing jiu-jitsu. I had to take three flights. Oh. And I took three flights to Dayton, Ohio. I think that's what so really screwed the, up my rent life. Rent a car in Vegas, and then she'll drive you back here. You drop it here. That's, that's and the move. I don't. Well, it depends on how much it's going to cost. Uh, well, I was going to say one way rentals are very expensive. Yeah. Is it worth your leg? Well, one way rental cost me an arm and a leg. No, but it just, just so bus is only twenty bucks. Really? Yeah. What if I drove you up in your car, and then I flew back? How much would that cost? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. But someone's got to drive you, man. You got to be in the back with you your legs straight out, you elevated the whole night. You're out your mind. You should. Anyway, you're crazy. So that that's that. Uh, we got to talk about UFC Fight Night. Yeah. And, but also, my my dog Miles. My dog has been the most, you know, loving dog to me. Like he is by my side. I go to the bathroom. He walks to the bathroom. I take a shower. He waits for me outside the shower. I come. I mean, he snuggles with me. The only problem is... He bites everybody else. <laughs> is that anybody... <laughs> That's he, a problem. It, like, when I'm not there, <laughs> my dad's number one. Okay, when I'm there, I'm number one. So now I, I have to put the leash on him. No one can touch him with a leash. Yeah, so now... Oh, take your hand off. Yeah. yeah, so he... And he shows his Very teeth. sweet dog. So now... <laughs> so now... So now, so now this is the family. So I got my dad. Real sweetheart, this so, dog. so now I got my dad and, and my stepmom so angry at my dog. Killer. Like angry at him because he uh, he thinks he's protecting me for some reason. Yeah, like he has. Well, he to knows be there. you're wounded. He is. Yeah, he knows. He's so protect- you need protection. We all do. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> we all. Need. All right. So we have two phone calls right now. Uh, we got a, call- <laughs> and then we're gonna get into UFC, two o two, and then yeah. Bye, Dad. See you later. I'll see you later. Thanks keep, for being keep on. Healing. Keep healing. 
Any 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 crazy Alice Cooper stories you want to tell before we leave? Uh, you want to tell a story with the yeah, about, yeah. about Can the you tell uh, us a good one. Tell us, used to manage uh, Alice. My Cooper dad used at the to height of his uh, fame. So we'll talk about. Um, you should tell the one the uh, snake story. Snake in Knoxville, Tennessee. Yeah. Hyatt House in Knoxville, Tennessee. We had a show that night, and uh, we put the snake in. Uh, we used to keep the snake. His name Kachina. It was about a seven-foot boa constrictor. We used to keep him in the bathtub. And one of the guys would keep him in the room, Neil, the drummer. And woke up the next day, and lo and behold, the snake was not in the bathroom. So we didn't have a snake to, to do. We were headlining in Knoxville that night. No snake. And we, nobody knew where the snake was. And uh, so I ran out to a, a pet store and looked for a, a six-foot boa and this bird said, when I walked into the pestle, I said, hey, Joe, what do you know? I couldn't believe it. It was a bird that talked that just happened to say, hey, Joe, what do you know? And uh, I said, wow. You know, I thought you I just happened to be named Joe. I happened so, to be yeah. named Joe. So I, we did get a snake there. I asked them, I wanted to buy the bird, but they wouldn't. They the wouldn't bird. Yeah, the bird would have been great. The they, wouldn't, they wouldn't sell us the bird. They wouldn't sell me the bird. Uh, the bird had worked at a whorehouse before that. <laughs> hey, Joe, what do you know? That's all he did. It was a whorebird. It was whorebird. <laughs> the uh, so the next day we checked out and we we didn't want to tell the the, uh, the the concierge at the hotel that the snake. Hey, we left. There was a we had a snake when we checked in, but when we checked out, there's no snake. There's a snake missing in room five oh nine. That wouldn't have went well in the Hyatt House in uh, which was a brand new hotel in Knoxville. Anyway, so we left, obviously, and uh, three months later, we pick up uh, a newspaper. There's an article in the, Nash, in the Knoxville Times. Charlie Pride, country singer, was playing that night in Knoxville, woke up with a snake coming out of the toilet. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Knoxville, Tennessee. That is one of my great fears. <laughs> hey, he wrote a song about it. Did you guys ever did claim? He really? Yeah, you actually did. Did you, ever great, great snake? did you ever claim the snake? No, never claimed the snake. Oh, wow. No, no reason to. That's crazy. That's yours now, Charlie. <laughs> That's yours. It was Charlie's snake. Yeah. So, anyway, so, thanks, Dad. Crazy. All right, hey. Hey, what do you know, Joe? Hey, what do you know, Joe? See you, guys. See you, brother. Bye. I'm going. Good guy. Your dad, he's one of the good ones. Yeah, he's a good, great guy. So the Wi-Fi isn't really working right now. So we have to call Trevor Smith, who just won his fight. Uh, he just won his fight Why last don't you put Saturday. Up some body fat, like a normal person, you fucking worm. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was just looking at myself so nice and comfortable. That in takes here, longer because I'm fucking fat. <laughs> it's like so cold. <laughs> what do you? What did you say you weighed? Eighty-eight pounds. Wait, how much do you weigh? A buck twenty. A buck, a buck twenty. And he's a man. Jesus Christ! I wish. By the way, guys, I still have not got paid for my winnings, my five dimes winning. <laughs> uh, but they did call me back, uh, so you're going to help me get paid, Gabe? Is that what they said? They'll take care of it. Yeah. Okay. They have not yet got me. It's been two and a half weeks, a week and a half. But it's been a day since I told you they'll take care. Of it. Yeah, yeah. It's been a day since he told me to take care of it. But I do want to make bets. I just, I don't know. I, I got to get paid. It's just, you got to get paid, and then you can trust it more. Yeah, it's just kind of weird, you know, because like if I would have lost. That money would have been out of my account <laughs> before the fight was over. Yeah. You know, but when you win, it's just like, come on. So, uh, how was your weekend, Greg? Uh, good weekend. You know how it goes. Uh, performed a couple different shows. I uh, went out and did that new Cleo's comedy room. That was fun on Saturday. And I then like also went and uh, hosted the Haha, which I had okay. Okay. Isn't it amazing? 
There's something that happens when somebody comes to the show and they know somebody on the show. The worst. The worst. The worst. They feel like they have some extra leeway to be complete assholes because they know something. I got mad at your friend, actually, who had his... That girl like, cursed me out. And you were like, you can't get mad at him, which... It's, it's hard because you want to get mad at the comic for not, for, for not telling them to sh- tell your friend to shut the fuck up. Which one was this one? Which one was that this kid one? from New York, that nerdy, just, uh, that nerdy kid from New York. I used to do, like, Gladys's with him. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan's. This chick came and started heckling me even when she drove away heckling me. I got drive-by heckled. Oh, that's right. After the show. That's right. So... <laughs> I didn't know though that she was Jordan's friend. Yeah, she was Jordan's friend. I'm yeah, like, I didn't and know I, that. And I, got, I, got, I found out when you found out. But that I got that really Jordan's mad at Jordan's friend, friend for not telling her to to shut the fuck right. up. Right, Jordan should have told her. Yeah, to shut and the Jordan fuck just shrugged like, oh no, man. Yeah. Well, listen. So I had friends. First, I had some 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 uh, some uh, regular friends there, and then I had some other people, and then this one gal came, and it's so funny because I put out a notice like, hey, get on my guest list, and she's like, oh, I'm in town, I can come, and it was one of those ones I was like, oh no. <laughs> Like, I meant that for, like, everyone but you. Oh, God. <laughs> because every time she comes, she fucking makes a mess of herself. Right. So, but usually she comes with a guy, and he, he cleans, he's got to fucking shovel her ass home. Right. This time she shows up, and she's like, oh, my guy friend canceled on me. I wonder why. Because yeah. he's like, I know where, where this leads. So then she gets fucking wasted, is talking through the show and everything. I pull her out of the show because it's my friend, so I handle it, okay? Yeah. I get her, I pull her out of the show, I bring her into the fucking library. I'm like, the fuck are you doing? You're like, yeah, man, 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 man. And then she's like, she's so drunk, like the bouncer's like telling her she can't be talking. She's like, these people are rude to me. And I'm like, no, they're doing their job. You're being an uh... asshole. You're embarrassing. She was falling down drunk, okay? And wouldn't leave. I got her a taxi, walked her outside, put her in the taxi. She refused to tell the driver where she was going. And I said, don't worry, she knows where she's going. Close the door. I come back in the club. A minute later, wow, the doorman dude. comes back and it goes, she got out of the cab. Uh, she told the guy he was an asshole. She called Terry, the owner of the club, an asshole. Uh, uh, she refused to leave. I had to go out there. I had to, oh my God, it was the worst. I had to sit with her, wait for an Uber to finally show up. It was fucking horrific. Jesus. So I'm trying to call Trevor Smith and uh, maybe you could do better with the Wi-Fi, but may have to do it through here. This seems like the only way to do it right now. All right, there we go. So, it sucks. You can, you can make your phone a hot Wi-Fi connection. Oh, maybe can you do that? Or it do depends right? on what service you're on. Can you try that? So we're calling Trevor Smith. Uh, you know what the worst part about that situation was what? with that drunk girl? You can use my phone as Wi-Fi. Can you figure it out? If I was single, I could have boned her. Oh, but yeah, but then you're like, what? Then you you be then so- in the morning you got to deal with the rest of the mess. Yeah, and then you, it's like you bone the girl that ruined the show. It doesn't to me, matter. There, I could have at least they, that's the silver lining. Really, to me, that's the bone. I and could, I'm like, I can't even bone you. You're wasting my time. When a girl heckles and acts like a complete asshole, to me, there's nothing more embarrassing and, and more. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, at that point, you're embarrassed. You might as well at least get a little, I don't know, a little anal dip out of it. <laughs> She's that hammered. She's going to let you. She's going to let you. A little anal dip. A little anal dip. All right. Let's no, talk about... Little, 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 little. He, he's not picking up. Uh, go to... Go to... Uh, go to Gmail if you... Oh, go to... Let's go to Skype. Actually, Skype. Yeah, it is working. All right. So we are going to try to call Trevor Smith again. 
Sorry, guys. Hang in there. We're just doing this from my dad's place with his little technical difficulties. By the way, you were the worst at wrapping cords. Worst it ever. It took us he 45 minutes. <laughs> I didn't wrap them. I just put them in the bag. Oh, That's what I'm saying. He doesn't wrap cords. He bunches them together and that stuffs was, them into a I bag. I was like, who the hell would do this? Like, you're the And you know what he does? He comes to my place, right? I'm like, hey, man, could you bring over the, uh, the, the cords? He goes, sure, man. No problem. I go, thanks. Uh, so he brings over the cords, and then he texts me, by the way, I took one of your M.A. Roasted shirts. Like, he robbed me. <laughs> like, this guy, and then he just paid himself for the trouble. Yeah, and then he goes, "Oh yeah, as long as I'm here." He goes, "I told." Then he goes, "Hey, can I get you something? I could use a new TV." And then he goes, <laughs> "Then he goes, I, well, let me I, just pay myself with this television that's sitting here." Yeah, and then I can't even move, so I'm like, "All right, cool." Then he goes, "Hey, man, I didn't take your shirt. I took one of your dog shirt. There's dog hair all, all over it." Then he insults what he robbed. No. He like he he's the kind of guy that like steals from you and then tells you your shit isn't good enough. And not Greg. The, only an Armenian would do no. that. <laughs> I, started, I took this from you, bro, and I have to be I honest. Just it's feeling, a total piece of shit. No, I just started feeling bad because I thought it's a it's a shirt Max Luce on or something. Oh, and dude, I was laughing. It's I was one like, old, "This one like, old this, It is one of the old." May Rose this year is, but the fact that you you robbed me and then complained that there was I, I dog didn't hair on I it. I felt bad because I, like, I thought it was uh, sure you, <laughs> your, your dog always uses it and is used to or something. I didn't care. Dude. I, I like the newer shirts funny. anyway because I've never understood the scissors in the MMA. Rose <laughs> it was story. about Marina being a lesbian. Uh, we we thought she was a lesbian, so I'm, we asked her how how she scissored chicks because she made out with a girl at one point. Uh, yeah, I didn't want that. Was something. What? So that one yeah, little that blip, one. <laughs> that one little blip became the T-shirt. Yeah, good God! <laughs> a lot of people were like, "I like this thing. Why what is there the scissors?" Scissors, <laughs> no fucking sense. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, did you guys watch the fights last week? Yep. Saturday yes, night, I did. made some money off him. Yeah, really? dude, he made like eight hundred dollars off like fifty. God, he's so much better at it than you. Nine hundred, respect. Nine hundred off fifty, uh, right? Nine ninety. Yeah, but it's five dimes. It's almost a buck a pound. Yeah. But it's five dimes. So he's not seeing it. <laughs> so five dimes made nine hundred dollars. I've already cashed out. <laughs> oh, yeah, so you got paid? Yeah. Yeah, he gets paid. I haven't got paid what yet. What the fuck is this? Well, what he did was he made a new account, and uh, there was some deal with new uh, New Year's where they have to bet a specific amount, and then they get a bonus. After they bet a specific amount for, si- for for signing up, like if you put fifty bucks and he bet uh, fifty bucks worth or something, he would have gotten an extra. You know what this sounds is? This sounds like those lies that the NF the fantasy football sites do with it. We're going to double your deposit, and then you go through your money. You're like, "Where's my double deposit?" It's exactly. Like, what and they're like, "Oh, we give it to you in gaming points, but you didn't get enough points to claim these points." I'm like, "What a fucking lie!" No, I'm like, "I look. I bet fifty bucks. I won three hundred and ten. Where's my money?" They're like, "Oh, well, because you didn't do your rollover, we're going to dock you for it." I'm like, uh, "Fucking just I all right." Know, dude. I'm it's like, "All right, then just give fucking me." Lie. There's such scam art. But he took care of it. Gabe took care of it. So because uh, well, he's been giving them so much now, <laughs> so they're, they're like, "Listen, pay him back five hundred bucks. It's fine." The kids <laughs> into us for thirty grand. It's all right. <laughs> but Gabe, so uh, the main event. Talk about the main event. I thought the main event was uh, was a good main event uh, with um, uh, Bruce Leroy versus Yair yeah, Rodriguez. It was a little bit more. It seemed like more of a karate expedition. That's what I liked about it. But it, over five rounds. 
There was a point where you're like, somebody take them to the ground already. Somebody get hurt. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A lot of fancy kicking. Again, this looked the most like a movie karate fight yeah. of any MMA fight you've ever seen. Yeah. But surprisingly, it was out of Rodriguez and not out of uh, Ceseres or whatever his name is, who I thought he, you know, Bruce Leroy, they, they were saying he was fancy kick guy. The other guy out Bruce Leroy Bruce Leroy. Yeah. Yeah, Straight Trev- up. Hold on, Trevor. Hello, Trevor. Are, well, you, are you sure you booked Trevor today? Yeah. Uh, I called him twice. Uh, he has not picked up yet. Trevor. Okay, so Trevor Smith uh, has not picked up. I called him twice. All right, oh, whatever. Uh, yes, so look, it was, it was entertaining. You know, it's one of those things, I think, as fight fans, we're getting spoiled. Uh, we're getting spoiled with the 200s, the 201s yeah. every week. So when you what have. What did I say about the Fox deal creating too many events, too many shows? I said that last week, and you're like, no, I think it's great. And this week, you're like, we're getting spoiled. We are. You're making my point. We are, because I was, I was star for entertainment. For Saturday. Yeah. I mean, literally, I hadn't left the house in four days. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait for fight night. And I don't know if maybe it was the, the painkillers I was on, which I'm not on anymore. Which should but, make them better. But I was, I was sort of falling asleep through some of these fights. Dude, the girl fight. The, okay, listen. You don't have to have a chick fight if there ain't no good chick fighters available. They had the one girl on. They're like, she started fighting in 2014. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? The little black girl? Yes. I'm like, then she shouldn't be there. Yeah. She should not be on that stage then. Get somebody else. There's too many other fighters. That I'm sorry that they're male. I'm sorry they got a dick. But give them a shot instead of having this waste of time. There, there, there is some of that. There is some of the fact that I was – those two girls – the one girl I thought was pretty good, Morose, when she beat Joanne Calderwood, I was like, this girl's really good. And it still wound up a fucking split decision. Yeah. But and her striking, it's hard to fight a girl who's probably at two feet shorter than you, who runs around the entire time. Yeah, basically and, ran from her the whole time. And tries to land that one big haymaker. She and couldn't even get in close. She did more shadow boxing in that fight than anything else. It was strange. It was very strange. And then, and all I kept thinking was, shouldn't she be fighting that teenage kid? Like, she's the kind of, what's his name, uh... Sage Northcutt? Sage Northcutt. I'm like, this girl, this off-the-street two-year fighter, she should be fighting Sage Northcutt. Yeah, no, absolutely. So um, so that was, uh, yeah. And then yeah, I'll tell you who looked great was Cub Swanson. Cub Swanson looked great, and he should have been on the main event. That was complete bullshit. Who did he fight again? That, uh, uh, Tatsuya Kawajiri. Yeah, Kawajiri. That was the best fight of the night. And, of course, yeah. Greg doesn't have fight pass, do you? Nope. So Greg missed it, which is no, bullshit. And a guy like Cub Swanson... Deserves more respect than that. If you're gonna have he does. that little girl, uh, what's her name? The little the little black girl who ran around the whole time, uh, uh, Daniel Taylor. If you're gonna have Daniel Taylor on the main card and not Cub Swanson, there's something wrong. I know you're trying to get people to join Fight Pass, but the same people that will tune in to watch Fight Pass for Cub Swanson are the diehards. They'll watch Daniel Taylor versus Morose. They will. I will watch that because it's on Fight Pass, and I'll be like, oh. You know, it's a free fight, or right, not right. free, but okay. Cub Swanson, that was a that was a great fight, and I'm upset that more people didn't get to see it. Uh, Talos Latus versus Kamozi. I think that was the only one I picked right because didn't I go with Talos Latus? Because yeah. I like Talos Latus. Yeah, he's really good, and Kamozi just should not fight Brazilians anymore <laughs> just, or grapplers or grapplers. He just jumped on him, and that was it. That's his Achilles' heel is grapplers. Yeah. 
And I like Chris Carmozzi. He's a tough guy, but he wants guys to stand and trade with him. Yeah. And, and, and he has a good shot in those fights. If you're willing to just go toe-to-toe with Chris Carmozzi, Carmozzi might win. Even a fight a guy like Ben Saunders, or, or, oh, he's more of a grappler. But there, there are guys out there that will stand and trade with him. Speaking of which, another guy who just got cut after one loss, Ben Saunders. Well, he didn't really get cut. Oh, he actually wrote a whole article about it where he opted to not stay in the organization oh. uh, because he was going through some tough times, and they... It was one of those things where he didn't officially get cut. He just didn't say he wanted. It was something weird. It wasn't like it wasn't like he he kind of defends the whole. What he didn't UFC. accept the contract extension. Kind something where he he won three fights, lost one, but he he was in a situation where he wasn't himself in his last fight. He shouldn't have been there. He has family problems. This and that. Yada yada yada. So all right, this is Trevor Smith calling right now. Hold on. Hey Trevor. Hello. Hello? Hey, hey, now this is Gabe's friend, Adam. I'm the host of MMA Roasted Podcast. Uh, Could we call you back in two seconds on Skype? All right. Perfect. Call you right back. Yeah, you can hear him. That's a... That's a commanding, that's a confident voice. That's, thing, a, uh, that's a man's just, man right there. Boy, I'll tell you what, I wonder how much But he doesn't weigh 120 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I got to gain weight to make flyweight. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're, you're a straw weight. Seriously. <laughs> I wish I was. Though. I'm seriously jealous of him. <laughs> All right, so. Hey, Trevor Smith, how's it going? This is Adam Hunter. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. How are you, man? Gosh dang it, Adam, my phone's cracking up. Can you hear me? I can hear you, man. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you. Let's see if we can maintain the signal. Let me go out and open here. Oh, no problem. Congrats on the big win, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. That was awesome. Yeah, that was, I mean, you've been in this game for a long time. You know, uh... You know, Spring Chicken. You, I remember you back from the Strike Force days, and uh, the fact that you—if yeah. I mean, how did it feel to get that big win on uh, on Fox Sports last week? Dude, it felt great. It was my first time on the main card too, so uh, I don't know, man. Every fight that I've had in the UFC, I think I've been the Vegas underdog, but I've you know managed to win four of those and almost five out of the seven. So, shit, it's been a lifetime of doing this stuff, but now I'm working my way up, and I'm actually improving my skills. So I'm pretty excited about it. Now, yeah, I was watching one of your fights last night, and they said you had no formal striking training, uh, and you're in the UFC. That sounds pretty dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I work, I work with a number of dudes. It's not, not like a formal. I guess I grew up wrestling and doing all that. Yeah. But all these guys that you meet along the way have, have their own take on the, the boxing and the stand-up or the kickboxing. So I've been around a number of people, but I really like the Lolly's style and approach to their stand-up and MMA. Now, what, what I liked about this fight, though, is that you, you use your wrestling, you had the obvious wrestling advantage, and you didn't apologize for it, you didn't take any unnecessary shots, uh, you just went for the win. You know, where I think in some of your other fights, like in, even with like your Ed Herman fight or some of your other fights, you were like, I'm going to punch him and let him punch me, and whoever falls down first loses, you know, that's it. Yeah, Rock'em Sock'em Robot style, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, a little bit of a different strategy. More intelligent, this is my game plan. I'm trying to be as I get older. Good, man. And how happy were your coaches with that uh, strategy? 
I'm very happy about the win, dude. The thing you, you never see behind the scenes is, like, how how's the fighter feeling coming into each fight? Like, for me, I ended up, uh, I broke the hand, so it's been almost a year since I've been back in the cage. And just before the camp, you know, I was out for, what, five months with a broken hand. I just got cleared a week later. You know, Joe Silva calls me and says, hey, I have a fight for you five weeks from now. Can you take it? And I'm like, well, sure, let's do it, dude. <laughs> so I get, you know, like a four-and-a-half-week camp, but nobody sees the Hello? That's my favorite part. body right back into shape. Yeah. And then on the, on the left side as well. Did you ever have ACL surgery? So you're going through camp in the last two weeks. I'm not able to grapple. I'm not able to wrestle, and you're worrying about, you know, what kind of strength and conditioning you're going to have going into the fight. Did you ever have ACL surgery? Trevor. Can you still hear me? You're kind of breaking up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you ever have ACL surgery? I'm losing you. I don't know if that's you in the the studio or my spot here, too. I can't hear Uh, you very well. uh, Trevor, I was was just wondering. I just got my ACL fixed. So I was wondering if if you ever had ACL surgery. Hey, hey, no worries, man. Hey, hey, listen, Trevor. Fuck, he just dropped him. All right, that was Trevor Smith, man. You think it's the, it's, it's the Wi-Fi from here? Yeah, the Wi-Fi in here seems to be pretty slow. Ah, uh, fuck, man. That sucks. Uh, I like that. I wanted to talk to him. I was going to say. Hey, will you text him and say, uh, can we have you back on next week? Really, really sorry. Uh, Adam, the host, tore his ACL, so we're, you know, we're at a bad location. Can you text him that, Gabe? All right, cool. And can you, can you text the other guy that too? Because I don't want to have the same problem with him. And uh, order me a uh, chicken uh, Philly. <laughs> no, the, from, first uh, of all, Gabe booked the guest this week. Oh, is that right? Is this yeah. one of your guests? These are both his yeah. guests. Oh, man. And, but, Gabe, I apologize. You obviously see what I'm going through. Yeah, I apologize. Okay, so, man. Cool. So I apologize to Trevor Smith. And uh, this other dude that we're, having, we're supposed to have on the show uh, as well, uh, who is fighting Uriah Faber, who I really want to try to talk to, um, Jimmy Rivera. Who's eighteen, nineteen, and one? He's lost one time in two, in two thousand eight. He hasn't. This guy hasn't lost in eight years, and he's fighting Uriah Faber, and he's beaten a lot of really good guys, and no one knows. Like, I didn't know that. You probably didn't know that. No. It's one of those things where he's, he's Puerto Rican. He trains out of Brooklyn, and he's <laughs> he's you know I think he's Ar- Ar- Armenian too, right? He's Puerto Rican. Uh, he's, he's Puerto Rican. I think I think he's one of those dudes who I think is going to be. Uh, you know, man, it's just I, I was looking at his stuff and I'm like, why isn't this guy more successful and visible than he is? So tell him, please, that we'll have him on uh, next week, Definitely. or or if not next week, the week after, or Thursday, if we could figure out the Wi-Fi situation. Maybe we'll do it for my dad's place. Oh, you're actually you're leaving, right? Yeah, I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, tip a fighter, guys. We're on tip a fighter. Uh, so <laughs> tip a fighter. Anyway, uh, <laughs> on this one, they're going to ask for their money back. <laughs> no. We're going to actually be the first tip a fighter client to have to give refunds. Sorry, guys. <laughs> By the way, those painkillers I was taking, everyone's like, "Dude, you're going to." Need- I wasn't in that much pain. Yeah. Until I stopped taking the painkillers, and then my head was killing me. Like went into some mild withdrawals, huh? Yeah, that was worse than the actual pain. Well, you don't know because the painkillers were doing their job. Maybe. I, I don't know. Listen, sir, you were cut open. That hurts. It's true. It's true. And my boy Zach Cummings lost last week. Pissed off about that. Ponzanibio. The kid was tough. Super tough. 
Uh, did, and uh, Ponsonibio. He was. Wait a minute. I think I picked Ponsonibio as well, only yeah. because of his name. Yeah, I liked his fun name, and uh, that was a pretty good fight. Yeah, pretty good fight, Zach. Yeah. Zach held in there, but he was just too much. I'll tell you, my favorite fighter of the night was Ishihara. He's this kid from Japan, trains with Team Alpha Male, and is hilarious. After in his in his uh, post fight interview, he goes, "Thank you, mom." And he goes, what up, Salt Lake City bitches? <laughs> Did you see the picture he posted? Yeah, then he posts a picture of him and five chicks in his hotel room with the, ca- with the caption, Salt Lake City bitches. Like, it's funny. When an Asian person says something, no matter how offensive or whatever, it's funny. It's adorable. It's adorable. It's adorable. Like, if I would have been like, yo, if I went, yo, what up, Salt Lake City bitches? Come, be like, oh, fuck well, that asshole. Well, it's not like they're full-sized humans. So when they do well, you're almost proud of them. You is know? that what like, it is? You go, little guy. He, this guy's tough. I think he's undefeated, right, Gabe? Uh, no, I think he, he's undefeated in UFC, but he has losses. He has losses? Coming to the UFC, I think one or two or something. What a funny dude this guy is. I mean, Good just, for him. Hey, five girls. I'd like to know how many of them he actually hooked up with, though. He, he, the picture, he's on a bed. Listen, I'm hoping like, it's all of them. Yeah, with five Salt Lake City bitches. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's crazy. So my, my uh, Salt Lake my, City's got some hot. Uh, you know what they're 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 called Jack Mormons, mm. and they're girls that grew up Mormon. And it's not like they left the religion, but they just don't behave um, like they're Mormon at all. Like they just go crazy, and uh, and they're 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 pretty hot and they're pretty. It's it's pretty easy time. I was watching a show the other day called Escaping Polygamy. Have you seen this? No, it's on A and E. People that are leaving, poly, uh, you know. Right, they want out of that life. Yeah, yeah, and their kids are rescuing the parents, and parents rescuing the kids. And it, it's crazy. It's crazy, with, like, what... I want to do a show <laughs> called Trying Polygamy on for Size. <laughs> that... <laughs> <laughs> you just get to try it with five wives for a minute. It sounds horrible. To be honest, it sounds horrible. I think every guy needs oh. a great wife and a smart mistress. It, oh, thanks. Do you have a smart mistress? No, of course not. You got to have money to have a smart mistress. By the way, my, my girlfriend, my fiance, keeps wanting me to send her a dick pic. She can show her friends. She's very proud of my penis. You know? But I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm not because I know. Has she never had one before? Or? I guess she has, but I've never in my life sent a dick pic. Have you? No, of course not. Have you, Gabe? Of course. You have? Well, by the time it came around, I was already in a relationship, but the whole dick pic time came around. Who have you sent around. dick pics to? Who haven't I sent it to? Really? I didn't get one. Send me one right now. Let's see it. Let's see yeah. this skinny dick. I've been sending send, uh, dick pics since I was a teenager. Really? Yeah. You're not worried about what, when they make it famous, then your, your dick... Is, is your face in any of them? That'll make me even them. more famous. <laughs> You're so creepy. Well, you know what? Skinny guys tend to have big dicks. That's what's up. Oh, my so whole he thing. may be one of those guys. Well, I have a beauty mark that's pretty like like on, the, on my hips, you know? <laughs> you have an identifying feature? I have an identifying feature. You can't feature. shoot it from the other angle? Maybe, and maybe, maybe I could. I just don't... I know my phone will get hacked. Her phone will get hacked. Somehow it'll end up on like Can I Can I tell you something? I put some thought into, like I've never, again, I never had the, by the time it became popular, I was already fully involved, but I've thought about the dick pic, how I would shoot it. Yeah. If I had to shoot a dick pic. And I think I would shoot it from the end, looking at it lengthwise. Really? Yeah. Give it that kind of like cinematic. <laughs> I'm not going to shoot it from above. I'm going to shoot it right at it. You're going to have different so, filters? Yeah. yeah. Your filter? <laughs> Put a mustache on it, a little pair. Uh, you know, some of those uh, little Snapchat filters on it. What was that? Uh, that mole of yours sounds familiar. Did you used to work as uh, Dakota Cochran's body double? That was hilarious, Gabe. That was so funny. Yes, I did. No, I, that's the thing. I, I'm just a little like my girlfriend keeps wanting me to send dick pics, and or my fiance. I just I'm not into it. I don't. I think I, there's something. 
I, she wants maybe to show her friends my dick, and I just don't want to. I don't want her friends to That's see That's pretty bizarre. I, I don't know. Maybe she wants it for herself. Or, I think she knows that I'd never sent with anyone. I think she's planning to break up with you. <laughs> that's, that's what I think. Send me a dick pic so I can hold this against you when we break up. <laughs> Maybe. I don't think so. She'll be like, leave me alone or I'm posting this on Facebook and telling everybody it's your dick. By the way, I've been trying to watch the Olympics. And I, I love it. I could not be more bored. Oh, my God. You're out of your mind. These sports, like... MMA has ruined the Olympics for me. It ruined it. It's ruined it. The most boring fight I will take, I'll watch the most boring Ben Askren fight <laughs> over bike riding any day of the week. But I don't. Oh, let me tell you, I got trapped into one of these cycling things too because you think it's just the highlights and then 35 minutes later, you're like, are we just watching the whole fucking cycling race? <laughs> yes. Like, get, get me the fuck out of here. I don't care about the I, cycling I race. I, I was kind of snoozing, you know, when you kind of watch and snooze at the same time and I woke up like, how long are we still on cycling? And I don't even know who's in first. I, the way they shoot it, I don't know what yeah, country. you don't know what's happening it's I don't like, know gonna, what's happening well and that's the other thing why are they showing events that Americans aren't even in I don't need to see Brazil play the Netherlands in beach volleyball I don't they, I don't give a I, fuck actually, about these teams that I'm interested in if it's beach if volleyball women's, is, yeah, women's beach volleyball. men's oh, no. you show me men's Forget beach that. volleyball no. with fucking two tickets I barely want to watch the Americans what the fuck are you doing I don't care about that I don't care about swimming I love the swimming uh, I don't care about uh, like the men's oh, did you see the Little Amer- Lily King yeah. beat the uh, the the Russian girl yeah. who everyone she'd been caught doping twice, but they still let her fucking compete. And then that girl won her heat and was like wagging her finger. And the American girl got she got really uh, she was like, you don't wag your finger when you've been tested positive twice. Mm. And then that shit blew up. And she goes, I'm sorry, I'm not the nice little girl everybody thinks I am. I'm gonna say whatever needs to be said to light a fire under my butt. And then she went out there and beat that girl in the final for the gold medal and I and I all I was thinking was please do the finger wag please do the finger wag right it? back at her butt. and she didn't do it uh, but she was still she won she beat that girl she stared right at her the whole time gave her that in your face fucking look it was very American I really like this Lily King the Russians should only be able to compete in sports that have black people because they won't because they, they won't win in those sports yeah. uh, uh, the other ones they actually will win and the, the basketball I'll watch but it's embarrassing that it like, is embarrassing most every, of the games are embarrassing and, and every game starts off like 4-4 four to four in the quarter it's like alright we'll let you guys be close to the first quarter totally and then they're up by 75 well, they hot dog it for the first quarter you know just like you know like whatever but you know blah blah and then the second really all it takes is for them to do one asshole move and they're like oh really and then they just run away with it yeah but you get the feeling that these guys like don't are not treating this seriously. They don't really care about this game. I think that's the biggest uh, uh, the biggest challenge for Mike Shashevsky coaching him is to get him. To, I feel like he spends all the time going, guys, take this seriously. The world is watching. None of them quit hot dogging it so much. It seems like I'm watching like the NBA All Star Game or something. It's sort of like the dunk contest or right. I did a, I did a little post. I was like watching the United States men's basketball team play China. It's like watching a black guy play an Asian guy in basketball. <laughs> right. It's exactly what it is. Because that's what it is. It's so ridiculous. They didn't have a prayer. They didn't have a prayer. Not a prayer. I wonder what guy bet on China. You know there had to have been one guy. They took it off the board. Really? Yeah. <laughs> they took most of the USA men's basketball games off the board because there was no way numerically for it to work out. You know, the no, the odds were so against what well, they lost team. a couple years ago, though. 
That was a couple of years ago. But They've still, been winning like, every game by 50 points. Yeah, but now. they lost with like Iverson and Marbury, and they lost with like yep. good guys. Yeah, but with a with a coach that wasn't take, making them take it seriously. Right. They were full hot-dogging it, and they went up against an Argentinian team, which was loaded with NBA players right. in their prime. Right. This is when, uh, what's his name, the guy from from the Spurs uh, was still had hair. You know, like, yeah. they, so the Argentinians had a lot of NBA players that year, yeah. and that's how they beat them. Yeah, it's true. So I'm uh but I'll tell you another I'm, ping pong isn't bad. I but, love that. I've been watching though, it the most. I'm watching ping pong. That's in the Olympics now? I'm, I'm, now I'm watching ping I, pong and this forever. little and this little Chinese girl's kicking ass, right? Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. Chinese got a good and then she's, she's American. She's American. We, Jen stole, Wei. we stole her. Jennifer Way. Yeah. That, that shouldn't be legal. No, it's totally legal. God bless America. <laughs> that's <laughs> what this country's founded on. <laughs> How did we get her? <laughs> She came in the whole deal with give us your poor, your tired, your homeless. <laughs> she, she came in with that, that clause in the contract. Seriously, how did she And she was that? very tired and poor when she arrived. How did she begin? Like, is she like, was she, did she grow up in America or no? No, she was born in China. She came here when she was 18 years old. And they had a funny little segment about her because she got a job at that ping pong bar in New York called Spin, which is yeah. my, one of my favorite places in the world. When I go to New York, I always go to Spin to get drunk and play ping pong. Right. And Judah Free. Lander hired her as his, as a private for some private coaching lessons. Oh, really? And they did a little segment about it on the show because he said she only knew three words, and one of them was brain, yeah. which was telling him to think. Oh, okay. You know, so she would just go brain, brain. <laughs> but she trained him, and but that's, that's kind of that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I. If someone lives 18 years in their country and that's where they become great at a sport, we can't just recruit them to be American. It is kind of... That happens all the time. No, I know. But there is something a little ridiculous about that. No, there isn't. America is a land of immigrants and I think it's exactly what we're about and I'm, I'm happy for her. <laughs> you think that... But why should... Why? <laughs> okay, fine. All right. All right, fine. You're just not an American. I am an American and I'm happy. I was just confused because <laughs> I'm like, wait, she's, wait, she's the Amer- The girl that she, she beat... That had, like, girl is everything Donald Trump doesn't understand. <laughs> about this country. That girl is out there winning for America in a sport we lose every I thought, year. I thought a, a Trump joke. I was watching the O'Reilly Factor last night. Or, uh, I know, actually, it was Greta Van Susteren. And, um, <laughs> you really are bored. I'm bored. And, but they had what's his name? I need to fall. I'm trying to fall asleep. And what's his name was on the, the guy who spoke at the convention, and Antonio Sabato Jr., Ugh. who said he's now blacklisted from Hollywood. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's the only blacklist that supports Trump. <laughs> 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 that was a good one-liner. Good. good zinger. Uh, I was going to say, so they're keeping him for all the work he wasn't getting to begin yeah, with? Yeah, like, what was he... Right. Like, I'm pretty sure he's been working non-union for a while. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know what? I'm st- he's still going to get on any piece of shit reality show that could use him. Well, I think he was getting... Wasn't he on, like, Trump's show? Wasn't he Yeah, on? I think he was. Like, like one of the early seasons. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get more of those celebrities to do it. To, like to back him, he had some pretty high profile. Because people aren't. Do you think Joan Rivers this? would have would have uh, supported him? Who? Joan Rivers? No. You don't think so? Not a chance. Really? Trump? But see, they were like good friends, though. It doesn't matter. She's too sane for that. <laughs> she was my favorite. Comic. She would have She'd be like, Trump, I love you, <laughs> but I can't support you. All right. For one thing, you hate Jews. I don't think he hates Jews. I, I just think he's. Uh, you're, I, I think he hates Jews. I just think he's not qualified to be. Uh, all right. Let's Did t- you see that letter that came out with the fifty uh, Republicans? Yeah, fifty Republican uh, it, military and intelligence officials that worked under George W. Think about that. That means they're crony Republican to the core, and they're like, we can't work with this fucker either. Yeah. 
So let's talk about. That's because uh, you know what he'll do. He'll be like, he'll be like my secretary of defense, Steven Seagal, and that's who we're. Gonna- no, but he does have a lot of independence, though. <laughs> Steven. That's what he's gonna do. He's gonna. That's what he's gonna do. Right. Dude, that would be awesome if he did that. I would vote for him if he had Steven Seagal as secretary Holy, of defense. Our new secretary of Department of the Interior, Flo from Progressive. Like she, he's gonna. You know what I mean? Like he'll just make all these stupid choices. So let's talk about Conor McGregor right now. Um, so McGregor has actually, um, you know, they really haven't been hyping UFC 202 as much as I thought they would. Oh, and I, and I, I disagree. Th- I think that's partly because McGregor, you know, not like they did it when he first fought Nate Diaz. Mm-hmm. I think that's part because McGregor said, listen, I want to train. I got my ass kicked last Oh, well, time. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to embarrass myself. And he thinks that he lost due to the fact that he was doing too much media, which, you know, look. There might be something to that. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to fight anybody. You're yeah. fighting a guy that weighs 25 pounds heavier than you naturally. Well, I think that's why he wanted more time than UFC 200. I think he was like, "I'm not going to be fully ready." I, I think he really is taking this fight fucking crazy seriously. Right, but he is brilliant when it comes to marketing because he the other day called out. WWE. He said that yeah. he thinks the roster's a bunch of pussies. He could beat everybody on the roster. Then he actually apologized on <laughs> Twitter. He said, I didn't mean to, no disrespect to the W. Well, can you actually read this in Conor McGregor's voice? Yeah, let's yeah. this. Right. Here we go. I didn't mean no disrespect to the WWE fans. <laughs> what I meant to say was that I'd slap the head off your entire roster <laughs> and twice on Sundays. <laughs> so that was his apology. That was his apology. I remember reading that and being like, oh, that's good. <laughs> so, that's good old-fashioned comedy right so now they, So now they all, like a bunch of them, took the bait. And why not? I mean, they're going to get... So Rick, and this WWE. So Ric Flair... They live for that. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. Ric Flair dug himself out of a grave. <laughs> I, dude, I actually met Ric Flair one time. I was doing one of those, like, E true, like... No, no, not an E. I was doing one of those, like, true, you know, 100 worst, dumbest right, drivers. Right, right, right. There and, and I go to sign in, and I see Ric Flair is in the sign right before me. And I go, Ric Flair? Woo! Right? Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, I hear in the other room him going, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> like, that's hey, awesome. We shared a woo. Like, how cool is that? That's pretty dope. So, Ric Flair said, coming from a guy who built a career copying my persona, I expect the type of class we get from Ronda or Anderson. After Diaz finishes you off, I dare you to try guys like Dolph, Brock, or Fit. Oh, you're welcome for your gimmick, right? That's what Ric Flair. Wrote. I love that Ric Flair's taking credit <laughs> for his fucking uh, braggadocio. <laughs> Well, he does. I mean, the 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 robe and the sunglasses I could see, but I mean, he's not the first part guy to wear a robe and sunglasses. Totally. I mean, come. No, it's not. He did not. <laughs> I just love that Ric Flair is. Ric Flair comes out of nowhere to take credit for Conor, Conor McGregor's style. That's the funniest fucking Dude, thing Rick I've ever Flair seen. Ric Flair had the best flops ever. Yeah. Like he would like take two steps and just jump and fall on his head, <laughs> and it, it was the funniest thing. I, like he is so brilliant. But like, okay, so Conor is gonna fight. He's gonna fight Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna go really well for Conor. I'll tell you what, though, being number one rated pay per view of all time, Brock would murder in a real fight if he could get one one pawn of yes. Come on, in, in, in any kind of in any fight, Brock would just. But this grab is, him. that would be the classic giant versus the little guy thing, speed versus power. Like if he could stay away from him, then manage would, to get his he back, he wouldn't and, be able to hurt him. It would be just like in the Princess Bride. <laughs> 
Dude, he weighs 275. He cuts to 275. Yeah. McGregor fought at 145. Weirder things have happened, man. Uh, McGregor well, versus Brock, seriously? It'd be, yeah. it'd be straight up UFC Game, 1 What shit. would happen? UFC 1. Uh, I got McGregor by Omoplata. Uh, yeah, Brock would murder him. <laughs> <laughs> of course, man. Brock would pick him up and throw him out of the cage. One would hope. He, he could even outstrike him, I think. <laughs> Let me by tell way, you, though. Punch highest pay-per-view of all time. There was a fight one time where... Um, What's his name? Uh, my favorite, one of my, Tank Abbott. Fucked to throw a guy over the cage in one of the earlier UFCs, right? <laughs> and uh, which is like weird because he could just walk back in. Like he wouldn't even like, he would throw the guy over the cage and then the guy would just walk. Well, uh, sure, hold on a sec. Yeah, we have a guy. How's it going, sir? Uh, five to seven. Five to seven? Yeah. Wrestling? Yeah. I was a huge wrestling fan. Oh, really? Is that right? Thanks. You want to well, come we're on? We're MMA than we yeah. are actually. We're just touching. You want to come on board? You want to want to talk about wrestling? Sure. What you want to know? All right. So okay. Sit down, sir. Wait, here he comes. So, uh, well, oh, time, sir, what is your name? I'm Quinn. 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 Yeah. Quinn. Now, Quinn, by the way, is uh, how tall are you? About six five. Six five. How much do you weigh? Uh, about three fifty. Three fifty. And you, have you ever fought before? About, yeah, I fought before. But like professionally, you're amateur. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, just my stepdad. No, it's, it's, it's different when you fight. For professionally and you do it on the street because yeah. they fight for survival. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't want to fight you personally or in the street. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, now, Quinn, we're talking about, you know, you know Conor McGregor is? Yeah, man. Conor talk a lot of trash, bro. Now, I, I think he's good for the sport. He, now, who would win in a fight, Conor or Brock Lesnar in a real fight? <laughs> Brock Lesnar, man. He like 280 pure muscle. That's what I'm trying to tell him. He thinks that Conor has no a way. chance. Listen, listen. I, I'm not <laughs> saying Conor's no going to win this thing. I'm just saying there is a parallel universe where it could happen. I mean, anything could happen, but listen. That's man. That's what I'm but, saying. Oh, Thank you. On, Anything could happen. I mean, because it's like, what, five pounds of pressure to knock somebody out. But when he went to 170 and fought Nick Diaz, I mean, he got dominated. And that's 170. So we're talking about a whole extra 100 pounds. <laughs> I agree. Of a collegiate athlete. You know? right, but he's so. big and slow. He so, was a professional. Prof- well, he's not that slow. He actually moves really fast. But for he, was a, a big you know, guy. he was an athlete in college, NCAA champion. So yeah. He has a good wrestling pedigree. Yeah, yeah. He, would, he would destroy. I, but I would definitely go to pay and see it. Now, also. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm saying is it would be the highest pay per view of all time. Would, no. But yes. Only would, fools would buy it. It wouldn't be, the, it wouldn't be that, you know. You're only, looking at one of those fools right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, and then Rusev. Machka, who's huge. This guy, you know Rusev? He's this huge guy. He says, so much talk for a guy who fights 15 minutes matches twice a year. Good for you, Conor MacGyver. So you called him Conor MacGyver. But, okay. So clever. But also, 15 minutes matches. There is so much training that goes into those 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he just, you know, gets off the couch, fights 15 minutes. Well, some guys do actually do that. But, yeah. but I mean, I mean, in the women's though. division. Connor really conditioned. You can tell he's a, yeah. he's a true athlete. A lot of, he's a true athlete. Yeah, but he is a tiny little man like Killian here. So, and then AJ Styles writes, I think Conor McGregor could do well in the, feather, in the featherweight division if the WWE had one. So yeah. that, was a, that was a big of laugh there. And then uh, you're, Roman Reigns, who is huge. I like Roman Reigns. Like Roman Reigns? I like Roman Reigns. He says, you're the size of my leg. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I again, in a real fight, these dudes, man, are... I'm a big guy, and these dudes can manhandle me. So he's about, what, 170 soaking wet? Yeah. yeah, five. How tall is Conor? Five ten, maybe. Five ten. Yeah, so, not, not even five ten. He'll stand out of four. No, he's so a pretty he's short like, guy. 
five and seven. By four. the way, CB Gold, I would have loved to have had on this podcast because he has five McGregor tattoos. Oh yeah, but he's also a massive WWE fan. Oh wait, no, CB Gold is right here. So I'm so sorry, I'm late, guys. <laughs> I was out getting Conor McGregor's face tattooed on the head of my penis. <laughs> so, but don't worry, I now own that no, that penis tattoo shop. No, and so you know. Now, CB, how do you feel about this? The whole thing with the WWE and Conor McGregor. First of all, it's no kind of a competition, okay? Because <laughs> WWE isn't even real fighting. So, first of all, Conor would get him, just he would go in there, he would hit him with real punches, they wouldn't know what to do, then his whole style would just knock him out. <laughs> really? That's what would happen. But now, you being a fan of both, are you conflicted because you have WWE tattoos? No, I wouldn't be in conflict at all. Connor's number one. So if I had to suck dick, if I would like, because my favorite thing to do is to suck guys' dicks. So the first thing I would do is I would suck Connor's dick up high. Connor would be the up high dick that I suck. And then the, w, then the WWE would be a much lower dick that I suck. So I'd probably have to let the lower WWE dick fuck me in the butt while I suck Connor's dick. Okay. All right. But you, So you're not torn? Because it seems like you're very conflicted about no. that. No, 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 Conor McGregor. No, I'm definitely sucking his dick more. Okay, all yeah, right. He, well, like, I'm going to make him come. WWE, I'm just going to tease it up. Okay, nice. Now, would you let the whole roster of WWE guys pukaki you? Of course. I mean, you know, I'm still a fan. Okay, all right. So then, uh, so Kurt Angle said... I wish you could see his, our guest face right now. He's like, what kind of podcast I love, this by the way, how into? our guest is a security guard. Uh, yeah, I'm at work, man. And people are like, where is this? Like, I want to say there's a robbery now. Or, I just started work, man. I'm not even five minutes on the clock. I, see y'all talking about, I heard y'all talking about wrestling. He's already I'm a, on break. I'm a, I'm a huge wrestling fan, so I had to come and just get my two cents in. Black people are the best. They, they yeah, take are, breaks we, before work. We, we take breaks before work. We come up late, you know, Shit. <laughs> Somebody always dying, you know. It's the truth. Uh, he's like, hey, uh, hey, uh, someone s- always dying. 17, oh, someone's always dying. Seventeen rooms got broken into. Well, he wanted to give his opinion. On <laughs> I had to give my opinion. Man. I feel I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a true wrestling, like you know. I don't say expert. Now, but why fighting. wouldn't you be a wrestler? You're, you're big enough, Shit, man. You know why? Because that's take a toll on your body, man. All the traveling. Yeah. People don't realize what goes into be a professional wrestling. You're on the road like 350 days out the year. Traveling and getting slammed down, and you know, I, I prefer to do real fighting, not that. Yeah. Did you ever do any you high know, school wrestling, anything like that? No, I, I just did fight in the street, man. I didn't, you know, do did you play football. Uh, yeah, yeah. How, I, I how, can't how many fights have you had in the street? I mean, I don't count. I had a, I had a few, like uh, over twenty. Oh, definitely over fifty. Maybe. What's your record? I don't keep track of that. Man. Have you ever lost? Plenty of times. Really? Yeah. Someone beat up a three hundred pound. I mean, I wasn't always this big. <laughs> you know, what I mean, yeah, I lost before. You know, I won, <laughs> lost. It's, Right, because you know it's really not about winning or losing. You're doing it for respect, so you know. Now, how's your career taken at all since the Blindside? Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? His real name is Quentin too. Yeah, his name is Quentin. You yeah. know that? I did. I, I met him. No, that dude is big. He's, he's big. big. He's, he's big. About six eight. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's a, little, a little off. But. I mean, I wouldn't be afraid of him if I seen him. But gotcha. All right, so we're gonna have, we're gonna have uh, Quentin the security guard versus Quentin for the Blind Side. Uh, <laughs> hey, the next hey. MMA roasted podcast. Hey, yeah, yeah. If the money right, I'll do it. Seriously. <laughs> so, uh, so, they, so what was it? Were you on the line? Were you an offensive line? I played defensive line. I'm aggressive, defensive. man. You know, yeah, offensive yeah. linemen they're not aggressive. Right. I like to take it to you. You want to get I after it. I don't want you to take it to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. taking a shot at me. No, but I'm just I'm saying, just I, 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 there's no coach in high school anywhere that wouldn't see you in the hallways and be like, uh, son, you are now on the football team. I mean, you know, the coaches, you know, I played, um, I was supposed to go to Mississippi State, but I oh. had my kid. I got six kids, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, then there are those choices. Yeah. Now, now, here's where this thing gets a little ridiculous. So, 
the one of the hot WWE girls, Sasha. Her name is Sasha. Uh, Sasha Sa- Banks. Sasha Banks. That's Snoop Dogg cousin. Oh, really? She's is beautiful. Really? Yeah, she's Snoop Dogg cousin. So she writes. So she writes to Connor, bring it. Like she wants to fight Connor. Like <laughs> uh, I don't know, Sasha. Like I come on. I mean, I, and, and like a real fight. Let's be serious. Connor McGregor is beating up Ric Flair. Uh, he's probably beating up mo- Ric Flair today. Ric Flair today, <laughs> Ric Flair today is Ric Flair. He could probably still beat up, I would say, a majority of the WWE roster. You think so? Yes, in a real fight. What about Big E Langston? Uh, I don't know the guys. I'm just saying what that about he's, Mark Henry? he's trained in fighting. What about that- the Big Show? <laughs> Connor versus the Big Show? No way Connor's going to beat the Big Show. <laughs> Not the heavyweights, man. No, you don't man. think? I, and, no, no. And just, and just, uh, I think he would, he would run. Uh, he would stay away from the big show. He wouldn't get caught from the big show. And he'd spend five rounds running and win the fight on points. I'm not no talking way. about a fight to the death or a street fight. In an MMA fight, he's staying he's away. Big, big show. Look, Nick Diaz choked him out. Big show is seven foot. But does, does Big Show do jiu-jitsu? It doesn't matter. Once he gets you, he's uh, over 300 pounds. But that's what he's saying. He could, If he can avoid him, if he can avoid yeah, I mean, that, let him get his I mean, paws on him. You're not going to be able to avoid somebody that much. The ring isn't that big. It is possible he could <laughs> leg kick him for five rounds. Yeah, he could leg kick the big show for five rounds mm-hmm. and not and keep the distance. He couldn't be that big show. Yeah, well, I don't know. Sasha, that, she's related to... I know, man. You think I'm lying? What, I'm, a, I'm a cowboy fan. I'm going to come <laughs> here and lie. <laughs> Quentin, the security guard. You're the best. Like, so who do you live in? My dad lives here. Joe Greenberg. Oh, shit, man. That's your dad? It's my dad. Golly. Why? What apartment is he in again? Well, I don't want to tell everybody. Oh. This yeah, is we're recording. Hey, we... I don't know what that is. Okay. This is... <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's my dad. Okay. Yeah. Cool guy. Yeah, cool guy. Very cool. Good. Old school. So what happened to your leg, man? I can't see uh, ACL. I was doing jujitsu. Oh, you do jujitsu? I did, and I should have tapped. Yeah, the first this, time. This little... No. What happened was I was... Using Taking my wrestling the introductory course against I, children. I was using he, my. He tried to take me down, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I, I actually heard his jokes, and my leg gave out. <laughs> so you, you a big MMA fan, right? Yeah, big MMA fan. MVP, Michael Vernon Page. Oh, he's uh, great. Oh, he's great. Michael Vernon Page is needs to be promoted more. Although I still want to see him against a guy who's not going to allow him to do what he's going to do, which is going to be hard. He's like a an eighth Dan. Black belt in karate. He's ridiculous. However, I want to see him against an all-American wrestler. They are they are being very, Bellator is being very smart, putting him against strikers or a guy like. Uh, I think him and Paul Daly would be good. I just realized Paul Daly would be great. Paul Daly might knock him out. Can he take a punch too? It'd be good. We, we, we have never seen him take a punch. But right now, I mean, although he did lose the cyborg first round, but a better wrestler than cyborg might be able to just grind him down and win an ugly decision. But who knows? I mean, MVP should be Bellator's biggest star. He should I mean, definitely. He's yeah. very John Jones-like. Oh, he's yeah. cocky. He's arrogant. Too cocky. Built like him, too. That long, skinny body, you know, with power. But he's doing everything fundamentally wrong, and it's working for him. His hands are down. His yeah. chin is Welcome up. Welcome to the age of Trump. But <laughs> but, uh, but, but, like he, Trump. but he's a guy. You like him? Wait, you like, I like Trump? I'm a black guy who likes Trump. I'm different, man. Wow, we found a black guy who like likes Trump. Trump man. Are you going to vote for him? Trump 16. You're the original black unicorn. Trump 16, man. <laughs> I got my wife up for Trump, my nephew, Trump 16. You really? Yeah, definitely. Why do you like Trump? He's he the shit, man. He don't take no bullshit. 
Well, it's going to be funny when he tries to send you back to Africa. <laughs> oh, I mean, you can send me back somewhere I never left. That's right? what I'm saying, but he thinks you, he's going to. Do you I think mean, he gives a shit? You he's not, line up. He's not, sending, he's not sending back to Africa. Wait, you just <laughs> wait. You wait. He's going to, first thing he's going to do, commandeer all the princess cruises and then be like, well, you guys, I, get out. I mean, shit, it might be a better life there. If it was better, I'll, I'll So be you think he's going to say barbecue on the cruises and then send on, them back? Right. <laughs> he's going to trick everybody. He's going to be like, yo. Oh, hey, yeah, Tupac is alive. He's on this boat. And then everyone's going to rush out of the boat. And the boat's I mean, just going to fucking I, set sail. I don't think you so, think man. that shit's not going to happen? It's going to happen. He's going to send me back somewhere I never was. Because he's, listen, he's going to tell you where you're from. I mean, he doesn't did. care. I, mean, I care. Money, I'm going to be like, you can't say that. So, so what are you? I'm Mexican and black. You are not black. I am, man. You like, what, you're, My grandmother was half black. I'm one-eighth black. Man, you foolish. This one drop cool. rule. I wish y'all could see this. this <laughs> one drop see. rule. So you know that, that wall he gonna build. You don't like that, huh? That's what you, you're against that I wall. don't give a shit about the wall. They're gonna go right over it and right under it. Yeah. I mean, shit. I'm voting for Trump, man. They're gonna build... Trump. That's the thing. They already build tunnels. The I, wall doesn't yeah. stop tunnels. I'm, I'm cool with Hispanic people, though. For real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen. We I'm cool with all races. We, you wouldn't have a job if you wouldn't have a job for Hispanic people. That's true, man. I out if it wasn't for my lawyers who caught you know. Shout out to Mike Evans, man. Hey, what is podcast? Nobody to hear. It's, it's called MMA Roasted. It'll be up tomorrow. Where at? Uh, iTunes on and SoundCloud. iTunes and SoundCloud. Oh, that's the shit. Yeah. Cool. I'm telling you, man, you, you're going to get the wrong, you're voting for the wrong guy. Are, are you on Twitter? Nah, I don't. My girl are you on, on Instagram? Nah, I don't on Instagram. Where can people find you? You shit at work. Where can I was gonna say? <laughs> He's where can black people find you to discuss yeah, this Trumpish here? That works. Well, so somebody wanted to contact you. How would that? My phone. What's your Twitter? Adam, you got to get guests to help promote the show. Okay, we got the security guy with no Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Know, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, but he's voting for Trump. Vote for Trump. You know, you can find him election day. He'll be the black guy. Vote uh, for Trump, man. <laughs> the six foot six I, I, black I guy. I see people reaction when I say that. You're gonna be the only. Black guy that's picketed by other black guys. I'm gonna guys. be the only black guy that can vote anyway. You don't have <laughs> oh, my one vote gonna change like that movie. Your one vote count. That movie yeah. they had where the, you know came down to one vote. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it might be me. My vote count. That might be. <laughs> I mean, it's so not in California. Well, shit. But you got to vote anyway. You got to vote your conscience. You got to do your. Y'all thing. don't do boxing on here, huh? Not really. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Why, why, why most guys don't like boxing? MMA guys disrespect boxing. I love boxing. Uh, you know it what? just got boring and, and it got really diluted. And with the, the what, you couldn't get the number one contenders from the various divisions yeah, to fight each or- other. There's too many organizations. Yeah. That's, that's and, the issue. And that really that's is, so many, so many you can't have three champs in one weight class. And, and they're all world champs. Although yeah, I'll tell you, MMA, the UFC is heading that direction. It, definitely it is. Especially now. It with making is. Dan Henderson fight the number fight Bisbing for the championship. Yeah, when like, you got what? a guy who's not ranked in the top ten, I understand he's legacy, he's the man. Who doesn't love Dan Henderson? Everyone loves him. Yeah. But he does not You've had him on the it show, should be we? No. Yeah. It should be when you are the when you get the belt, you should have to fight the number one contender. Now, Quincy. Now, 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 Quint, oh. Say Quentin you Quentin, Quentin. See yes. if I have some shit and you said it wrong, Quentin, Quincy. It's Sorry. Quentin, like, Quentin. Like Sam Quentin. The Sam president. Quentin, thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. you like that. I did that was funny. That was a good one. Thank you. Thanks, team, thanks, man. I appreciate uh, it. <laughs> Take care, man. Thank you. Thank you. Trump 16. Man. How funny that's is so that crazy. guy? That guy's the best. Quentin. He's crazy. <laughs> that's, that, that's the security guard here. I love it. I got six kids and I'm voting for Trump. This guy is <laughs> Is that what he all, said? He yeah, six kids. Six kids. <laughs> <laughs> Who is our guest? Quentin? 
black six foot six foot black guy. <laughs> the black. The, that's what we brought. The black guy that's voting for Trump. <laughs> we found it. <laughs> the fact that some guy walked in. Hello, you guys here too. Oh, you talking wrestling? <laughs> oh, no, let me tell you something. Then gives his opinion. <laughs> How long was he out there going? He was just walking back and forth. Well, he was doing it. Obviously, he probably had to. You know, he probably got to walk the. <laughs> he hasn't even checked in yet. <laughs> he said he just, it was here five minutes. He said he'd been on the clock five minutes. That was his initial walk of the perimeter. Yeah. And he heard us and he was like, wait, wrestling? Somebody said wrestling? This. Let's talk about wrestling. And he just leaves. I got six kids and I'm voting for Trump. Stay as long oh as you want. As long as you guys talk wrestling. <laughs> That's my new favorite guy. That might be that better than the guy from Jersey. Remember we talked. Yeah, the guy we accidentally called from Jersey that wasn't the right phone number. That guy was crazy. <laughs> He's like, "But why you got me on the phone? What do you want to talk about? Let's talk college football. Yeah. What do you guys think of Rutgers this year? Yeah. <laughs> like, so Jersey, Rutgers, like anyone outside of Northern New Jersey gives a fuck about Rutgers. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so hot in here? What happened to the air? Because this fucking skinny piece of shit turned the AC down. <laughs> Put the AC back on. <laughs> Give me it's a, 75. It was, it was 72. I made it 75. Big fucking difference. It's hot in here. It's, oh, God. Man, that was funny. That that guy. Yeah, that, I got it. That, how funny was, was Quentin? Oh, it just, it just it went back on. I hear it. Oh, man. That, how funny was Quentin? That was one of the funniest things that like has it happened. Off, you touched it, it went back on. Oh, there it is. I got it. I got it. Oh man, that was hilarious. That was really, really funny. So, what, all right. So, uh, what are we talking about now? Uh, oh yeah, boxing. UFC will become boxing if if you do not have. Look, everyone's mad at Tyron Woodley. Like I said, Woodley doesn't want to fight Wonder Boy. He should not have the option. If you're the champion, you should have to fight the number one guy. Yeah. And the number one, and two and three, and four and five, and the UFC should not give title shots to people because it, people because they think that it'll do good ratings. I'm sorry, but that's, does that, that invalidates the sport. It's like saying, okay, all right, the Lakers, weren't, they didn't make the playoffs this year, but they have really good ratings. Yeah. People in LA like the Lakers. People really know them. They want to see Kobe, so let them play for the Guess title. What? They're in the they're in the championship. You're Wait, well, exactly what, but right. what about the Utah Jazz? Well, people in Utah don't really well, tuning for basketball. Small market. Small market. So yeah. sorry, but that that's complete bullshit. Yeah. You shouldn't have to. It's a very good analogy. That's a very valid point. And and that's what's happening right now with the UFC. And Chris Weidman said it on his on his. Uh, on, on the MMA hour, he said Bisbing. I mean, he said Hendo does not deserve the title shot, and he doesn't. He no, doesn't. He no. does. And you know, and it's 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 complete nonsense. I mean, God bless him. It's nice that they drag him out every now and again for a fight. But I mean, you know, yeah. Why? What has he done to? Like- he beat Hector Lombard. But Hector Lombard, that was not even the weight class he was fighting at. He went up to eighty five to fight that. He yeah. was usually at one seventy. Most of his UFC fights were at one seventy, I believe. Uh, I think his first two were 85, down to 170. Yeah, his first, he fought Tim Butch at 185, and he dropped. Yeah, like, so then no, you, so you and, beat a guy that goes up 15 no pounds, and now all of a sudden... And he and you know what? With Hendo, he almost lost that fight. I mean, I was there. He was hurt. He was legitimately hurt, almost yeah. out, on more than one occasion. And it wasn't like he dominated Hector Lombard. He caught Hector Lombard in the second round. He fought a guy that... He got you beat know, up in the first round got, pretty bad. It almost got stopped, yeah. and... And the thing is that Bisping might, I mean, Hendel might win this fight. And let's say he wins. Okay. Then he retires. And then he, then he retires. Then what do you, then what do you do? Then you, you, you're diminishing the value of the belt yeah. by doing this. Because if he wins and retires, then, okay, then Rockhold will fight Weidman. But he, and but, then but he, is, belt. he is like the only guy Bisping has a chance of beating, right? 
Yeah, but that's not why you give a guy a belt. I mean, give Greg, Greg he's a chance to be Greg Wilson. Does Greg get to fight the 185 belt? Yeah, I want to fight for the 185. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous, man. <laughs> By the way, Bubba Jenkins was on Ariel Hawani yesterday. Uh, he was on the MMA Hour. Oh, right. Which was cool. Uh, he, he did a good job on that. Uh, he talked about his new nickname. He's a bad man. Jenkins. Yeah, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad man. Which stands for In Memoriam Muhammad Ali. He was going to go with Butterfly. I think Butterfly would have been better. No, I'm going to go with I'm a bad man. Butterfly. Really? Butterfly. Then they got to play that butterfly. stupid song that, come lady, come, come lady, I'm your butterfly, sugar, baby. They, they, that fucking song. I love that song. Crazy that, town. Of course you. <laughs> I hate that you even know. I have that on my, I have that on my iPod. That's the worst song in the universe. <laughs> Crazy town's the worst band in the universe. You can't do no butterfly. God, you're, this, the pills are getting to your head or something. Sting, Sting would have been better. Fly like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Sting, Bubba yeah. Sting Jenkins. Yeah, better yeah, than butterfly. Sting's not better. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. He's a bad. I'm a bad man. I like I'm a bad man. It's just too long. I'm not feeling it. I'm a bad man. It is a long. And when people, uh, Ariel even said, you go to the gym, you say, hey, you know, uh, what if they just want hey, bad man? Like Hendo, hey. Uh, what? This guy, hey, come here, you know, hey, hey, uh, Pitbull, come here. But hey, I'm a bad man, get over here. It just seems like... And when the announcer says, he's going to say, I'm a bu- bad man, not he's a bad man. Yeah, he's going to say, Bubba, I'm a bad man, Jenkins. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah, so they made the ring announcer now. Bruce, Bruce Buffer's the Bruce bad man. Bruce Buffer's oh, yeah. now a bad man. <laughs> yeah. Bubba, I'm a bad man, Jenkins. <laughs> I like it. I'm with it. I don't know, man. You guys are dicks. <laughs> We're dicks. I'm Why the only we... one that supports Bubba. Give me. Oh, yeah. You're the only one that supports Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally, you support him financially. <laughs> I, well, uh, but I, I support Bubba a lot. Bubba's funny, though. I know. I love Bubba. But the fact is, uh, I don't know why he is on the. Um, Something on the card. He's That's, not on the. Yeah, he's still not on the main card. No, and we. Actually, I love that he was started out as the co-headlining match. The, how do you go from the co-headlining match that he won to the fucking prelims? Yeah, crazy. This makes no fucking sense. I would understand if he lost, right? And it's a redemption fight. He's got to fight his way back onto the main card, but he fucking won in decisive fashion. And they give him a guy that. It's on a two-fight losing streak, so it's not like yeah, I don't. Even, I think he's actually rated higher than Georgie at this point. Yeah. So even even if he beats Georgie, he doesn't really advance in the rankings. Yeah, it's uh, so crazy. Yeah, it's stupid. It is stupid. I I, I think there's uh, some issues there, but you know, listen, I think Bubba is also one of those guys. I think he'll do where he'll do good anywhere. I was and, gonna say all Bubba needs to do is just keep winning. And King's MMA, I think, is a really really good place for him to go. We're calling Jimmy Rivera. Uh, I, I thought we weren't going to call him. Oh, uh, we'll see if, it, see if this works. Oh, he told me, I told him we'd call next week. Oh, uh, we'll call him right now, see if he picks up. Who, <sighs> who's the guy that fought the guy named Jason? Oh, Dennis Bermudez? Yes, Bermudez. Hey, is this uh, Jimmy Rivera? Hey, Jimmy Rivera, you're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Gabe, Greg Wilson. I know we told you uh, that we're not going to have you on, but then our, our things started working again. You, you got like five minutes to do an interview? Yeah, yeah, no problem. All right. So, Jimmy Rivera, man, fighting out of Brooklyn. Nice. You're, you're 19 and 1. Jersey. Fighting out of Jersey. Out of Jersey. 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 Oh, okay. Are you with uh, Frankie and those guys? Yeah, I, I work with Frankie here and there and Marlon and all those guys that. Uh, I was Mark Henry down at Catones. Wow, good, really good camp. Now you're—I I was looking you up, man. You are—you might be the most underrated fighter 
in the UFC right now. Uh, you're for, you're 19 and one. You, you keep beating everybody that comes ahead, uh, comes in front of you. You're you're fucking people up, yet people don't know you. What's going on, Jimmy? Uh, I, you know, I, I think it's one of those things that um, I was, you know, always a martial artist instructor first, so I don't really talk a lot of smack or, you know, have anything bad to say about people. No, in general, you know, I don't have anything bad to say. I have to hold myself at a you know, professional standards, you know, because not only that, I'm a, you know, I, I'm a fighter too, but I'm a martial artist. I, I own a school in the city at East 23rd Street and uh, I'm an instructor and I have to lead people from kids, you know, four years old all the way up to adults. So I think that's kind of it. I kind of, you know, I guess I'm underrated as a fighter, but also, you know, I'm, I'm not one of those people that, you know, make a lot of noise, talk a lot of smack, like, you know, McGregor or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? I'm a martial, I'm a martial artist first. Well, listen, man. I give you a lot of credit. You're you're a great fighter, uh, an excellent fighter. Um, Thank you. Uh, excellent, and, and you're fighting Uriah Faber, right? Yes, September 10th to the uh, 203 uh, uh, UFC UFC 203. Excuse me. Do you know if you're going to be on the main card or not yet? Um, I'm not sure yet. You know, I I figure either we're on the main card or maybe we're going to be the headliner on the prelim card. You know what I mean? Um, there's some big names on there. You got CM Punk and another uh, New Jersey native Mickey Gall fight on there. You got the heavyweight fight. You have a, a woman's fight, uh, Calderwood, and I forgot who she's fighting, but she's a you know big name out there too. So I'm not sure where we're going to be yet. You know what I mean? And I, I'm not really worried. I'm just worried about you know, getting the W and beat it. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing. Where am I at on the card? It is. You know what I mean? It doesn't bother me at all. Now, Uriah Favors never lost a non title fight. Uh, so you're going to be the first one to do it, right? Is that, is, is that mean, obviously, yeah, that, that, that's what you want. <laughs> that's the goal, yeah. That's the goal right there, and to beat him, you know what I mean? And he's ranked two. It's a great, it's a, it's a great fight, you know what I mean? He's ranked two. He, you know, doesn't have a lot in his arsenal, and, you know, it, it slowly, I think it's getting to his time where, you know, he's out of that prime, and um, I think, you know, he's a well-known fighter, and, and for me to beat him, and, and get the W, you know, throws me up there and, and, you know, contendership and throws me out, gets my name out there. I mean, it gets me a little bit less underrated. But oh, no, absolutely, or, man. It um, doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, Uriah is a good friend of mine, really nice guy, but I'm happy for this opportunity because it seems like you've, I mean, you've earned cool, yeah, he's it. You're an awesome guy. You were a pro fighter at 18 years old. They gave you Willie Gates as your first fight. I mean, Willie Gates is a, is a, a fucking monster. That should yeah. be no one's first fight. Uh, and you you beat him, and then you were in Bellator. You I think you were in the WSOF, right? Too. Yeah, I fought I fought in Bellator World Series of Fighting, King of the Cage, uh, CFC, Ring of Combat, and that was pretty much it. I held I held the belt in King of the Cage at one thirty five and defended it, and I held the belt in Ring of Combat and defended it. I held the belt in CFC and defended it, and uh, every time I basically left, I vacated the title to either go to another promotion or to do something, you know, do something else. Um, and then, uh, you know, my goal is obviously I'm in the UFC now, you know, it's my dream and my goal is, you know, fight for the belt and win the belt. Yeah. What was your experience like on the ultimate fighter? Um, it was an interesting experience. I mean, I, I didn't go in the house. I lost to Bermudez who him and I are friends now. We actually train, you know, when he's, uh, getting ready for fights and stuff like that. I'm myself getting ready for fights. Um, it was a great experience. You know what I mean? I went in there. You really learn a lot about yourself, especially that you don't have your coaches there. I had my teammate, but he couldn't be in my corner. So you're learning a lot. You know what I mean? I went in there, and I had a great first round, second round. I just, you know, I, I, I slipped up, and he, he called the better of me. And, 
you know, there's other factors in that I didn't train right for the fight, but at the end of the day, you know, you don't make any excuses. You learn from your loss and you keep moving forward and you get better. I love it. Now, are you, now you're like a Puerto Rican guy from Brooklyn. Your name is Jimmy Rivera. Are you like the, the guy in the neighborhood that everyone's like, hey, Jimmy? Is this like, the, <laughs> this is how I'm kind of like, are you like the Rocky of Brooklyn right now? New Jersey. Um, oh, New Jersey? Not of, not, not of Brooklyn. See, I don't know why everybody, I guess Wikipedia put me down. Yeah, Brooklyn. it says Brooklyn. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm born and raised from Jersey. Um, Ramsey, New Jersey, Bergen County. You know what I mean? I'm from, so when I go to Ramsey or any of the surrounding towns, they're all, hey, how you doing? You know, I'm well known over there. And I actually, it's crazy from my hometown, my high school, I have a following. So I'm a, I'm a Jersey native. I'm an Italian, Puerto Rican, Ramsey, New Jersey native. And I still live in Jersey now. I work in the city. And, um, you know, I do get that, though. It's a really, it's really a great thing. Well, what is it with you guys, like you, Frankie Edgar, Eddie Alvarez, you guys grow up in Jersey, you never leave. It's a garden state, um, baby. Once, you, once, you, once you're born in Jersey and once you've been there, you, you like it. You know what I mean? There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of good perks to it. I mean, you got the Jersey Shore with no no relationship to the TV you know, show. The Jersey Shore. You know, oh, absolutely. It's beautiful. Here, it's wonderful. You know, yeah. Staten Island and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's, it's I don't know, I love Jersey. I just, you know, being born and raised, you know, I, I do love, you know, I do love the city and I do love, you know, Brooklyn because I used to work in Brooklyn. I, I love PA and, you know, my girlfriend's from PA, you know, it's actually nice out there to get some country life. But I don't know, it's just, you know, once you're born in Jersey, you're raised in Jersey, you're in Jersey is a part of you. Is your girlfriend, uh, is she Puerto Rican? No, no, no. She's like a little mixture of a little bit of everything, European, stuff like that, German. She's a mixture of everything. She's uh, from Quakertown, PA, out that country life. Nice. So you're dating an Amish chick. Good. Good for you, man. Nice. Um, yeah, rum springer. <laughs> now, now, Mickey Gall, are you close to Mickey? Um, I met Mickey Gall actually in the UFC Fighter Summit. Um, we haven't had a chance to cross train or him come up by me or, or go by him. He's a little bigger than me. Um, besides that, you know, cool kid, really nice kid. I think, you know, all in all, he's going to come in and uh, beat CM Punk. And, and, uh, They're doing and a whole special, up. The Road to Being Punk. On Fox, this guy has a whole hour wow. special about CM Punk. I'm like, dude, he's 41 years old. He never had an amateur fight. He's never had a pro fight. Yeah. They're just giving him the UFC. Yeah. Another thing that just makes it like okay, like Jimmy Rivera should have a fucking special. Really he's 19 and one. Yeah. The dude, dude has been in every or never. He's lost one fight in 2008. That was a a split decision. Uh, he should have a fucking special. <laughs> no shit. Not fucking a guy who's like, I want to be a fighter. Uh, Rufus Sport, here's a billion dollars. Make me, it's so, it's, come on. It's not fair. As a comic, yeah, it's great. as a struggling it's comedian, he, I fucking eight, feel for you. Uh, he's done 18, I heard he's done 18 fights and only won one out of the 18 simulation fights. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't really care. You see, I'm part, I don't think he's going to do well. I mean, Brock Lesnar did well, but he also had experience. Like, he's, He's a D1 wrestler. He tried, you know, NFC, he tried out for the NFL. He's a, a D1 football player. He had four fights going into the UFC. You know what I mean? He he had prior experience fighting. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like you go with someone that has no experience fighting someone that's going to have experience. You know what I mean? Uh, but you never know. It's MMA. He could be lucky, but I don't think he's going to be lucky. with was McGraw. They make it go kicking that W. And, you know, basically this is CM Punk's one fight and done. I think, I think Mickey's going to hit him once. I think they picked the wrong guy for Mickey. They should have picked, I mean, for Sam, they should have picked a guy that had no punching power. Yeah. Uh, like, and there are guys out there, guy out there that just cannot 
fucking you know like that Mike any, Jackson guy should have been his first Michael fight. Jackson would have been a great first opponent or Gabe for him. Killian uh, somebody that just <laughs> no, somebody when they hit you you're like okay then he could have at least went three rounds and it, but Mickey Gall has legitimate power yeah it seems like I mean from what I've seen you wrestlers never, you, don't like to get hit in the face <laughs> or professional wrestlers yeah now did you were, were you a uh, did you wrestle in high school Jimmy uh, yeah just high school I actually uh at the time, you know, I, was, I went to Ramsey. I was working at the Ramsey Tiger Showman School before I took over my very own school. And uh, my boss and my instructor at the time was like, you should wrestle. You know, it's part of MMA. You should learn it. So I got into wrestling for four years. And then afterwards, I took it, you know, I, I took it further. You know, one-on-one lessons was uh, my, who's our wrestling coach right now, referee, he's All-American. And I uh, just worked on getting better with wrestling, getting better, just getting better all around, grappling, wrestling, kickboxing, everything, you know. Yeah can't just be good at one thing you know yeah. force evolved now you gotta be good at everything man you're wrestling so good i would have guessed you've been doing it your whole life no no four years i did horrible my my first year i was like nine and nine and wrestling my freshman year i did freaking horrible i knew like two takedowns <laughs> uh double a and like a, a bear hug that was it <laughs> now you start off i mean you're 18 years old and you go pro are you just a, i mean are you that's a, a lot of people don't go pro at 18 are, are you just a crazy fucking kid from Jersey that they're like, you know what, this guy's getting into fights anyway, just have him make money at it? Or was it more of a, I'm a very skilled, I don't fight on the streets. Did you get into a lot of street fights as a kid? Um, I got a couple of street fights as a kid. I mean, the last, I think the last fight I got into was like 22 or something like that, 21. And some kid was like 16 and just really disrespectful with me and my friends and we ended up going out to the street and fighting, and I ended up just taking him down, beating the shit out of him, um, and just kind of, he, you know, he walked good. right there. His friends helped him up, and I just left after that. I was like, you know, basically just some kid who was, you know, really big, but he was tough, and he liked to bully people that were smaller, and, and I'm fucking five. I'm five four. You know what I mean? So it's like a easy, he thought it was an easy target, but it wasn't. Jesus. So I felt good. But, uh, you know, um, nice. no, I, I, I actually had an amateur record. I had uh I went 4-0 in kickboxing, won a title, and went 7-0 as an amateur fighter, MMA fighter, and won a title and defended it. So I, I looked at my coach, and I was 11-0. I'm like, you know, can I go pro now? Can we do it? And he's like, yeah, we can do it. Let's go pro. So my, my first two fights were actually uh, at 150. In <laughs> the first fight, I won. The second fight, I lost by a split decision. The guy, literally, I came in like 152. And the other guy was like 165, 170. I was like, holy shit. He didn't look like that yesterday. Weigh-ins. And then after the fight, my coach basically said, are you going to start cutting weight? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll start cutting weight now. And my third fight and on, I went 135, and I fought at that weight ever since. And, and I guess, we, you know, just like how I've been training right for Ultimate Fighter, I learned the hard way, and I was like, I learned I have to cut weight, otherwise I'm not going to do well in fighting. You know I mean? These guys are cutting so much weight to fight, even at 45 and 55. I'm like, I need to, need, I need to cut weight. I need to get, you know. Now, learn how to eat healthy, really healthy. You know, when you're Italian, you like chicken parm. And when yeah. you're Puerto Rican, you like rice and beans. It's not, you know, I have my problem. I can't put down the fork. You know what I mean? So I had to, you know, go nice and slow and how to put down the fork and not right. now, my be, face now, off now, all the time. Now, being Puerto Rican, Italian, are you an ass man or a uh, tits man? <laughs> Good um, question. Uh, I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. <laughs> Me too. Now, so when you're, you're fighting, always, when you're you're fighting favor, are you going to be distracted by that nice food. ass on his chin? Oh, that's messed up. You know what? I can't say anything bad about you. He's a cool dude. I actually watched a couple of interviews, and you know what I mean? I got the call from Sean Shelby that they wanted me to fight Brian Caraway. I said, that's great. Sounds good. They meet, then they gave me four other names on the list. 
And at the top of the list was Uriah Faber. And he's like, obviously, if Caraway doesn't take the fight, you, who do you want to fight? I said, Faber. You know what I mean? He's ranked two. He's well known. And he's on the top of the list. You know what I mean? I don't want to fight the other guys. I want to fight the best. You know what I mean? I want to, you know, I want to be the best. You got to fight the best. And obviously, Caraway didn't take the fight. And Uriah said he would. He actually, Uriah called out Caraway, which I thought was funny and cool that he was like, you know, I heard they gave you this guy. Caraway was like, no, 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 I didn't give me him. Well, the UFC said that you were like, well, yeah, he gave me, but it wasn't a good fight, this and that. And I, I, I respect him for it. You know what I mean? I'm still going to go in there and, and lay down some leather, you know, when it comes to time to time. But I, re- I have respect for him. He's a cool guy. Nothing bad. I met him before a couple of years back. You know, really nice guy. I appreciate the opportunity. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's business. And, yeah, you know the I mean? thing about Uriah, though, he, gets, he can't turn down pussy. So send him chicks the, <laughs> n- the night before the fight. Find out where he's staying. Yeah, the old Lawrence Taylor move. I'm telling you, you send him like five or six girls because he's so, he's so confident. He'll think that they actually are there for him. He won't even know. <laughs> He'll be like, oh, yeah, obviously these chicks are there for me. Uh. It'll wear him out. Trust me. Hello? All right, Jimmy. All right, that was Jimmy. That's a good place to stop fight. there. Are you back? What? All right. So, yeah, I'm you telling you. Yeah, send them chicks night before. Well, listen, Jimmy Rivera, it was an honor to have you on. Thanks for being on the podcast. Can't wait to see you fight in September. Good luck with everything, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, buddy. Take care. All right, that was Jimmy. Nice guy. Yeah. Nice guy. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, he's very Jersey. You know, that's the thing. People think Jersey looks like Newark. That's what they think Jersey is. Yeah. But really, Newark is it's basically just the asshole of the state. Yeah. It's called the Garden State for a reason. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful state. Yeah. You know, it's lush. It's green. Hot bitches everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Nice big houses. Plenty of room. I mean, it's... And the shore, Jersey Shore, like you said, nothing like the show. Nothing... Beautiful shore. It is a little bit like the show. Well, some areas, like if you get down to where the college kids... That one town where the college kids are going bonkers. Yeah. Where's that down near Point Pleasant, the other town next to... But aside from that town, though, the rest of it's just just beautiful, residential, gorgeous fucking... It's... uh, Jersey's beautiful. I agree. Listen, so where are you going to be at? Where am I going to be? I don't know where I'm at this weekend. I don't know what's going on. Gabe, anything coming up? Uh, let me, I should look at my calendar. I, I got some shows start. in New York, but I don't remember. I'm just uh, following me on Twitter uh, at Gabriel Killian, Instagram at Gabe Killian, and he's yeah, got some you know. funny ass jokes. He is. I saw funny. Gabe on Sunday night. I loved his joke. He had, he has an AIDS joke where he talks about him having AIDS, and then he goes. At this point, I should probably tell you that I don't have AIDS <laughs> because I look like I could have AIDS. And I was like, that's fucking dude, funny. Dude, I, I did a show last I week. I love that joke. And I said, choose exactly. between Hillary and Trump. It's like picking between herpes and AIDS. You know, both suck, but one might kill you. Hillary's like herpes. Like, I don't want her, but I can live with her. <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, bro. and where Trump is like AIDS, like we might die. And then someone came to the show like so get this gay guy. He's like, I love your set. So, you know, I'm HIV positive. And you know what? I'd rather have genital warts than, than AIDS. <laughs> right. That's what he told me. And yeah. I was like, oh, oh, oh. So you agree with what I said? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, oh, everyone has HIV now. I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm, well, I'm, I'm like, I'm really sorry that you have to deal with that. And he's like, don't be sorry. Trust me. I, I live in West Hollywood. And like, he, he was a very nice guy, but I, I, didn't, I didn't know how to react to that. Yeah. I didn't know what to say. 
You should have been like, I'm so sorry. Do you want to give me AIDS? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know what to say. I felt um, he was very sweet, but I felt kind of bad when he told me that. Yeah. Everybody has no. You should get it. And then yeah, he, you should get it. Like, oh, I wanted to. Listen, I'd finally lose some weight. That'd be nice. He's like, all you gotta do is take a pill, and then you. It's when he started telling me this, and I'm like. That's great, bro. I'm like, but you must have freaked out, man. Like, yeah, when you, know? you first hear it, that's but then, fuck I, you and up. then I felt bad, and then he felt bad that I was feeling bad, and then it was just and awkward. Then he blew. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't feel bad. <laughs> well, I'll give you Wait, something. is that your blow? What is that? What was that noise that Gabe just made? Slurp. That's the worm suck sound. <laughs> you are so. You probably send yourself dick pics. That's how fucking creepy That's you are. That's why he has it. Yeah. Gotta piss him out on someone. So, <laughs> so Friday, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv. If you want free tickets, uh, hit me up Monday to Sunday. I will be at the LA Comedy Club, maybe with Greg Wilson uh, on maybe. the show. We're trying to figure out how to get him. There, they need a host. Man. The first three days, they told me. Is that right? They told me they need a host. Yeah, they, I mean, well, they said I could bring the host, but then you're hosting. I don't want you hosting. I don't mind hosting. I'll do less damage if I'm a host than if I'm a feature. Yeah, if you're a feature, it's yeah. following you is hard. Yeah, you let me host. I'll, it's the fucking feature that's going to take the heat. Then I just do a transition to you. Mm-hmm. Then you Maybe I'll throw in some extra cash. Then you look and great. Then, and then you ha- have you host. On what day, and then we could share a room. <laughs> we'll, we'll have fun in Vegas. Yeah. Then we could do a podcast out of the... Uh, we'd uh, have to share a room, though. Yeah, we'd probably have to. Because yeah. they're not going to give me a room to host. No, no but, so. it, but it could be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke as long as you don't mind watching me get blown by hookers, I don't mind. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> come on, this, Gabe. I'll give you two hundred bucks. Come this with could us. be this. This could happen. All right. So uh, also coming up, I am in uh, Naples, Florida, in September, as well as Iowa, uh, and then I got a whole bunch. Cincinnati. The fi- finally working the funny bones. Finally breaking the funny that's bones. Great. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I think he's giving me one to test out. It's Good. Me Cincinnati. So that Doug Stroop guy, Dave Stroop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. It should be cool. So listen, thank you all. Uh, if you like the podcast, remember, tip a fighter. Throw us some, some, some of your cash. Let us know you love it. Also, buy MMA Roasted t-shirt. Uh, we're selling a bunch of them, and I love when you guys buy them. It makes me happy, and uh, it'll make you happy. You're, you're helping out the cause. Hey, it's a great t-shirt. I like the new design. There's no scissors on it. Exactly. So thank you guys so much, and take